Coleman Community Radio, powered by Coleman's Live 95, is your home for Friday Night Live. Nobody covers more high school football in Coleman County than Coleman Community Radio, powered by Coleman's Live 95. Go to your favorite app store and download the Coleman's Live 95.5 app. Then select the channel of the game you want to hear. This week, hear Hansville at West Point, Fairview at Priceville, Good Hope at Vinemont, or Coleman at Jasper. Visit live95coleman.com for more information on channel assignments, this week's schedule, and to grab our mobile app, Coleman County High School Football, on Coleman's own Live 95. Broadcasting from a transmitter as powerful as a hairdryer. Hey, we got it on high. This is Live 95. Coleman's Independent Radio. WRJMLP. Coleman. It's an exclusive presentation of the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. Malin's going to call his own number. He's got a hole of 20, 25, 30. Malin's in the open field, 40. Malin's across midfield. They're not going to catch him. Malin's to the 30, to the 20. Malin's all alone at the 10. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Raiders. Fear up the right side. Can he get in? He's in. Touchdown, Eagles. This is Friday Night Live. Season 10. All lines up in the backfield. They send a man around. It's going to be a jet sweep. He takes it off the right side. Got a hole. Bring Cuts down. Down to the 10. To the 5. Touchdown. Right back to the handoff. And it's going to be a touchdown from Hansel Bulldogs. It's time for Friday Night Live. From Coleman Community Radio. By Coleman's Live 95. Tonight, the Coleman Bearcats and the Jasper Vikings meet for just the sixth time. But this is more than just a game. It's a symphony of passion, rivalry, and glory that's been building for years. 103 years to be exact. You see, from 1920 to 2017, this was known as the Coleman-Walker County game. And what makes this clash truly awe-inspiring is the history of bitter rivalry that fuels the flames of this fierce competition. Tonight, under the lights that illuminate this hallowed grounds, we witness the epic saga in what is actually the 75th meeting between the Coleman Bearcats and the Jasper Vikings. And if there wasn't enough history in this rivalry, throw in two first-year head coaches looking for their first win in a series that has both teams tied at 36 wins and 36 losses. This is not just a football game. This is controlled war, waged with heart, soul, and unyielding determination. This is the 10th season of Friday Night Live on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. Friday Night Live is brought to you in part by Cyber Broadband, Merchants Bank, Tisha Brewer of State Farm, Josh Phillips with Impact Mortgage, Guthrie's Automotive Service, Budget Blinds, H&S Appliance, Eva Bank, Coleman Savings Bank, 
Coleman Appliance Repair, Happy Homes Real Estate, Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, Coleman Electric Co-op, Odin's Auto Glass, and my team, the Warhurst team at Hagamore Realty Group. Hello again, everybody. I'm Tommy Warhurst. Welcome to Jasper, Alabama, on what was supposed to be a late, well, no, no, not late August anymore. This is early September, humid night that has turned into a rain fest in Jasper. Daniel sets to my right. Daniel, good afternoon. Rain came in here about 4 o'clock, and it's still coming down now. Still coming down now, but at least it's not coming down as hard as it was, I'll say, 40 minutes ago. 40 minutes ago, it started drizzling a little bit, and I said, well, good thing we got the tent up. And then all of a sudden, it started blowing in sideways and real hard, but that has stopped. Still a little drizzle here. But not as bad as it was, like I said, about 45 minutes ago. So if we can keep this the rest of the night, I'll be happy. And if it stops, I'll be super happy. <laughs> Welcome in to the Adam Aker Mitch Smith Chevrolet pregame drive for the Jasper Vikings. They're going to really find out who they are tonight. They did play a scrimmage game last week against Corner and win 28-20. to But this will be their first regular season game of the season as they host the Coven Bearcats tonight. It's also the first regular season game for new head coach David Reeves. Reeves has spent the last seven seasons as defensive coordinator at UAB, where he's been on staff since 2014. He was a Broyles Award nominee in both 2018 and 2019 and was a semifinalist for that award in 2019. That award goes to the top assistant coach in college football. But he's back at high school football now and takes over a Jasper program that went 5-6 and six last season and is really looking to turn things around in 2023. The Coleman Bearcats coming to tonight's game 0-1 after a 55-21 loss last week at Oliver Woodard Stadium in Mark Britton Field to Mars Hill. First-year head coach Danny Stiff said they learned a lot about themselves last week, and Coach Stiff told me he considers himself as much of a teacher as he does a coach, and he's learned from some of the best, and Nick Saban when he coached at Alabama and also at Tennessee under Jeremy Pruitt. He's also a state championship winning player as Coach Stiff. He won three state championships at Hoover. So he knows what it takes to get to the playoffs. A little history on Coleman. They fielded their first football team back in 1915. Their overall record is 619 wins, 411 losses, and 33 ties. That's a 60% winning percentage. Here in Jasper, though, the Bearcats are 12-18. and 18. They haven't won here since 2013. And if they're going to get out here with a win tonight, Daniel, they're going to have to have another big night from Wyatt Buchanan and Preston Gay. Yeah, Buchanan had 11 catches last week for 132 yards. And gave throwing was 17 for 30 for 184 yards. And Oxstad is the man they want to get hot running the football. He only had eight carries for 22 yards last week, splitting time with Rex Chandler, who had five carries for 18 yards. But maybe the Bearcats can get another pick six like they did last week from Trenton Clemens. But someone else will have to do it as Trenton's been out with an ankle injury. So somebody else has got to step up. Yep, he hurt his ankle in practice this week. We'll see who steps up in Trenton's place on the defensive secondary for the Bearcats tonight. Somebody's going to lead this field tonight with the lead in this series. As it's tied, 36 wins, 36 losses apiece. It's Vikings and Bearcats as they get set to take the field here on Friday Night Live. Our official game time says we're 14 minutes away from kickoff. When we come back, I'll run down to the field and check in with head coach Danny Stiff, and we'll get set to kick this one off. It's Friday Night Live Season 10 on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by uh, Coleman's Live 95. Go and ahead. you said... Coleman hasn't won here since 2013. Yes. And this is the 10th year of Friday Night Live. 
Seems Boy, like a great year for them to win here tonight. We'll be back. Visit with Coach Tiff when we come back here on Friday Night Live the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. Hey, Coleman drivers. Are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car? Well, we've got fantastic news for you. Meet Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet in Coleman, your go-to guy for a no-nonsense car buying experience. Hey, folks. Adam here. You know, buying a car shouldn't be stressful. That's why at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, we pride ourselves on transparency, trust, and there's never any BS at MS. That's right. Adam Aker and the Mitch Smith Chevrolet team are changing the game. I live and breathe Coleman, just like you. So when you step into our showroom, you're not just another customer, you're family. Together, we'll find the perfect vehicle to fit your needs and budget. Remember, Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet, what's not to love? In today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband. Supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs. From clear cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs, K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256 256- 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693. K&K Logging. Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point. Now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point Bank, member FDIC. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions, too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm agent Tisha Brewer, it's easy to make the right choice. I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Anytime you're ready. Live! 95. Coleman's Independent Radio. Coleman head coach Danny Stiff. Coach, talk about preparation this week for Jasper. You know, a lot of it was going back and looking at tape from last week, seeing some of the mistakes we made. And really making sure that um, we didn't come out here and, and kind of do the same thing again. You know, being what we were, you know, that's why I told the kids, we are what we are. We are what we put on the field at this point. So um, if we want, you know, people to really see who the true Coleman team is and what this team really is and what these kids are really about, um, you got to go out there and execute and do things the right way. And that was really the focus all week was execution, details, and just little things um, 
to make sure we don't make the same mistakes that we made last week. Our first road game of the season, and we're here in Jasper. Don't know much. Don't know a lot about Jasper. They won last week in a scrimmage game over corner, 28-20. David Reeves is in here first season. We know he's a big defensive coach. Yeah, and, um, you know, I've, I've known Coach Reeves for a while. Um, some of my coaches on staff know Coach Reeves. I was actually just talking to him here a minute ago. So um, there's a lot of familiarity with each other on kind of our philosophies and what we do. Um, and I know he's a really good football coach, and he's got a young team that he's really trying to get to come along to, a little bit the same way we are. Um, so it's just a matter of, of preparation and who prepares the best and what's the weather like tonight and, and all that. And um, hopefully everything works out for uh, Coleman. Coach, what's going to take for the Bearcats to get out of here with a win tonight? Um, like I said, real sound, real disciplined play. Everybody just, just do what they're supposed to do, be where they're supposed to be, have their eyes where they're supposed to be, their feet, their hands moving in the right direction. Um, and then I think we have a good game plan to have success as long as we do the things we're supposed to do. Coach, thanks for your time. Best of luck tonight. Thank you, man. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA-approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles, and because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550. 256-727-6550. Or budgetblinds.com slash call. Coleman Electric Cooperative has been providing electricity and community support to help local people and businesses grow for the last 86 years. The co-op is adding to that legacy with its new Sprout Fiber Internet, giving its members access to blazing fast gigabit internet speeds with unmatched reliability and extraordinary customer service. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet, powerful connections, brighter future. H&S Appliance Outlet is an overstocked scratch and dent dealer offering quality name brand appliances at major discounted prices up to 75% off. H&S Appliance Outlet also offers factory authorized repair services as well as financing options. To better serve the needs of North Alabama, H&S Appliance Outlets are conveniently located in Coleman, Hartzell, and Aram. A proud veteran and family owned business who's happy to be of service and can be reached on Facebook at H&S Appliance Repair or by phone 256-735-4184 256-735-4184 H&S Appliance Outlet a proud supporter of Coleman Community Radio Coleman's Live 95 It's like no other station I've ever listened to it's great Live. 95.5.5.5. Welcome back to Jasper, Alabama, and the 10th season of Friday Night Live on the Coleman County Sports Network. 
powered by Coleman's Live 95. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Thankfully, we brought the tent tonight, Daniel. Thankfully, we brought the tent. And thankfully, like you said, we put it up as soon as we got here. And you had, you know, great sense. Hey, if it starts to rain and we try to put it up then, we won't never have time. Let's just put it up. If it doesn't rain, we're still fine. But I'm good. We, glad we did because it's been raining on and off the whole time. But we're in the dry sitting right here. We are, and glad to be here giving you Coleman High School football tonight on Coleman's Live 95. We welcome those of you who may not be used to listening to Friday Night Live here on Coleman's Live 95. Maybe you're just joining our radio station for the first time tonight, or because of Facebook posts, or because of our billboard, or because we have the Bearcats on tonight. We are glad to have you here for Friday Night Live. Coleman Community Radio is based right here in Coleman, Alabama. Our FM channel is where you are now at 95.5 FM. We also also have three stream and app channels. Channel 2 on our app and our stream is our all 80s channel. Channel 3 is our alternative channel. We call that the edge. It's the alternative hits from the 90s and 2000s. And channel 4 is the golden oldies. That's the hits of the 50s and the 60s all right there on the Coleman's Live 95.5's app. Again, welcome back to the Adam Aker Mitch Miss Chevrolet pregame drive. Captains are meeting out of midfield. The captains for the Bearcats are Reed Bradbury, Tanner Gaines, also Harrison Gunner, and Larry Turner, the captains out there for the Bearcats. Andrew, you got the captains for Jasper? Yeah, Braxton Houston, Titus Waldrop, and Garrett Busby. Rain is a little bit lighter than it has been. It started about 4 o'clock with a drizzle, and then right here probably 5.30 to 6 o'clock, it was coming a toad strangler here. But the field is immaculate. It's a turf field like you've got back there in Coleman. Got the big Viking logo on the horns right there at midfield. In fact, we're sitting right on the 50-yard line on the visiting side. So we're looking back against the home side. If you've ever been here to Jasper, to Walker County, you know what side's the home side, what side's the visiting side. We're right here on the visiting side, 50-yard line. End zone to our left, says Jasper. Same does the end zone back to the right. The big scoreboard with the big jumbotron is down to our right as you watch the football game here from the visiting side at Jasper. And it looks like from the referee's motions, it looks like Coleman has won the toss because he looked at them first. That's on it. Yep. <laughs> That's what I'm going by. They have won the toss and they have declined till the second half. And Jasper will be receiving the ball. Coleman will be kicking right to left. So let's get started. Kickoff is next when Friday Night Live continues here on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. There are many advantages when you bank locally with people you know. Eva Bank will get you started or restarted. Eva Bank offers many loan choices. We stay flexible and put your situation first. What matters to you matters to us. We are specialty lenders with programs for home purchases, home construction, land purchases, manufactured homes with or without land, commercial real estate, and other consumer or business loans. Eva Bank is your one-stop lender. The process is fast and easy. You can apply in person, over the phone at 256-255-2000, or you can visit us online at www.evabank.com to get started today. Eva Bank, NMLS number 414640, member FDIC, equal housing lender. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. 
Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Alabama. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Welcome back to Friday Night Live in Jasper, Alabama on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95 and the Adamaker Mitchmiss Chevrolet pregame drive. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Rain and temperatures falling through the low 80s into the 70s tonight here at Jasper. The Bearcats, as Daniel said, won the toss and deferred, so they're going to be kicking right to left as you listen tonight. Bearcats dressed in white tops and white bottoms. The numbers are black. The headgear is gold of the black and white stripe. Jasper's in black tops, black bottoms. The numbers are white. They've got a white stripe down their pants, white stripes across their shoulders. The Viking logo on each side of the helmet in gold and a gold stripe down the center. Garrett Mobley set to kick this one off for the Bearcats. Busby and Garrett back to receive and for a- Jasper and a whistle just before the kick. Yeah, the referee have, has didn't signal I'm ready to that kick he was ready. Everybody else is ready. Everybody else We're ready. ready. Everybody home's ready. He's just not ready. Exactly right. And he didn't get, and he's the one that makes the call. Yep. I'm the, I'll give the signal when I'm ready and you can kick and everything kind of went before that. And I just noticed you were talking about all the history between these two schools and all that stuff and add to it. Their school colors are the same. Yeah. Black, gold, and white. Colors are the same. (laughs) New coaches. I mean, come on. Oh, wow. It's great to have a historic rivalry. Yes. Like Coleman and Walker, Coleman and Jasper. And we're honored to be able to bring it to you here on Coleman's Live 95, WRJMLP, Coleman, Alabama. Mobley's kick is down at the 7. Jasper oh falls goodness. on it at the 7-yard line. What were they thinking, Daniel? Well, the whole time the ball was thinking, nobody from Jasper was going towards it. I'm thinking, hey, guys, that is a live football. And as he walked up to it, it was almost like he was thinking it was going to be a punt. So he just fell on it at the 7-yard line. Boy, the Bearcats almost got a big break there and recovered it. And now they're going to have Jasper pinned at their own 7, like Daniel said. The kickoff is a live football, and they weren't going after it at all. (laughs) No. Great placement by the kicker from the Bear, from the Bearcats kicker. He put it down there on the numbers, and it just kind of backspin, roll, and died. But nobody was hustling after it. Tanner Morrow, the quarterback for the Vikings, six foot one ninety two. He's a junior. He'll have twins to his left, one receiver right. The lone running back stands to his right. It's going to be a run around the left end. That's Pledger. Pledger punches it out to right near around the eleven yard line. A great tackle over there by Cameron Myers. Defensive back came up and made the stop, but that action was quick. Kind of hard to tell who had the football, so doing a good job disguising what they're running so far on the first play. (laughs) Vikings going no huddle, back to the line quickly, but then they take time getting the play call in. Same formation. Twins left, one receiver right. Now they move one back in the backfield. They've got backs on either side of Morrow as they work left to right. This is going to come around the right side. It's Busby trying to get to the corner. Bearcats have him wrapped up at the 12-yard line and driven down to the turf. The first one to get a paw on him was Samuel Mayher. Samuel Mayher and Dylan Pozos. And a penalty flag late after the play there. We'll wait for the word from the official unsportsmanlike conduct to call against Jasper. So that will back them up. They're already pinned back in their own territory bad enough. 
That's going to back him up half the distance there from the 11-yard line. And looks like he's putting it right about the six and a half. So still going to be second down, second down. No, third down. That was after the after the play. After the play. Okay. Dead ball, unsportsmanlike. So it'll be third down and 11 for Jasper. They back him up to their six-yard line. They're working left to right as you listen this evening. They'll send twins to the right. A wing will be on the left side. The lone running back back there is Gaines. He stands to the left of Morrow. Morrow rows to his left side, looking downfield, fires across the middle. It is complete to Waldrop. Waldrop makes the catch out at the 20, gets up to the 22-yard line, but we've got a penalty flag back right at the 12-yard line. Yeah, that was a good good play call and good execution, and that's going to be in those more receiver downfield against Jasper. So that's going to back them up, but he had, like you said, he had Waldrop coming across the middle, made a good pass, he made a good catch. Picked up the first down, but the penalty, now it's going to back them up. It'll be half the distance from the six, so got to be at the three. And it'll be third, third and 14. Third and 14 for the Vikings now. A chance for the Bearcats to hold here and force them to punt out of their own end zone and get good field position. But we got a third down to play go first. Here's Morrow. And the shotgun again. He has one receiver now split out to the right side. That's Pledger. One running back standing to his left. Morrow to throw. Rose to his left side. Look at downfield. Bearcats are coming after him. They've got him wrapped up in the end zone, and he throws it away out of bounds. Reed Bradbury was and close to getting the sack. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if that ball crossed the line of scrimmage, but the referee on the far side of the field has dropped his... His flag, if the ball didn't cross the line of scrimmage before it went out of bounds, that could become a safety because he was in the grasp in the end zone. Intentional grounding is the call against Jasper, and from the end zone, that's a safety. It should be. The officials are talking. He did just signal intentional grounding. Yes, and from the end zone, that is a safety. Bradbury was in his face about to take him down, and he just flung the ball back toward the sideline. The line of scrimmage, no flag. Okay, okay now the, the line of scrimmage was the two. They threw that flag at the three-yard line if it landed where the official thought the pass went to. So nonetheless, it's going to be fourth down and 14 for Jasper from their own three-yard line. So the Bearcats can come after this one. Or nonetheless, they'll get good field position too. Wyatt Buchanan back to receive the punt standing at the Jasper 36-yard line. Nathan Morrison in there to put it away for Jasper. He was on the back of his end zone. We're coming after it. The Bearcats block it. They block the punt. They block the punt. That's a safety. Dylan Sessions was back there. Uh, also. And also 47, Jackson Bentley. Yep. Coach hey. Stiff Toby, I want my best athletes on special teams because special teams can turn a ball game around and boom, just like that, Bearcats get a block punt. Exactly right. And I don't know. Jasper didn't have anybody what would have been their right side of the line because those two Bearcats got back there about the time the snap did. There was no chance he had to get that ball off without it being blocked. So the Bearcats have a great series. Force Jasper to punt from their three. Block the punt. It goes out of the back of the end zone for a safety. It's 2 nothing Bearcats, and we got 10-09 left to go here in the first. And that's, I mean, 
If you want to start a rivalry game off the right way, you hold them three or four plays, make them punt out of their end zone. When they punt, you block it and come up with a safety, and now you still get the football? Yeah. <laughs> you can write a script any better than that. That's a win-win. <laughs> Special thanks to Cyber Broadband, who provides our Internet connection. For the Coleman County Sports Network, Cyber takes you places where cable and DSL don't go, like football stadiums. You can learn more about Cyber Broadband on their Facebook page, or you can call Cyber at 734-1077. Cyber Broadband, providing high-speed Internet to a rural Coleman County, downtown Coleman, and the industrial park since 2004. They are the official Internet provider of the Coleman County Sports Network. They let us bring you the games back in crystal clear digital quality. We hope you feel like you're sitting here the stands with us at Jasper, because we're in the stands. We're not at a press box. We're in the stands, folks, right here amongst the people. Here is the kick from Jasper's Morrison. It's going to bounce at the Coleman 35, be picked up and run back to the 40, out to the 42-yard line. Wyatt Buchanan on the return for the Bearcats. There's a penalty flag back at the Bearcats 40. We'll check that flag. Yeah, I didn't see... Anything that happened right here that was obvious. We'll look at it. We'll look at it and see what the penalty is. The official has picked up the flag and he's calling holding against Colvin. So the penalty marker was down at the 40. That should back us up to near the 30. Okay, they say the penalty occurred at the 42. So they'll put the ball down at the Bearcat 32-yard line. It'll be first and 10. Coleman for their own 32-yard line. Gay in the shotgun. Turner in the backfield behind him. Motion to the left side from Cherry. Here's Turner up the middle. Big hole, and he's tripped up at the 35 up to the 36-yard line. Rambles Larry Turner. He's the 5'10", 180-pound senior for the Bearcats. And it looked like he had a pretty good hold that time. He tried to hurdle one of the Jasper defensive linemen. It looks like he was trying to hurdle Grant Bailey, 6'3", 270 pounds. If you're going to hurdle him, you got to get up. (laughs) He kind of got his foot a little bit, brought Turner down, but the hole was there. Second down and six for the Bearcats now. Shotgun formation from Gay. Twins either side. Turner, the lone running back. Gay wants to throw, rolls to his right side. Now he tucks it, gets across the line of scrimmage, and maybe only a couple of yards. Boy, they're going nuts over there on the Jasper sideline. He took a lick over there from the Vikings, but he did pick up a couple of yards. It'll be third down and long for the Bearcats. Yeah, it looked like when he got to the sidelines, he got a little bit of a double dose. He got hit low and wrapped up, and while he was wrapped up low, somebody came and, as they say, cleaned his clock coming across the top, but either way, he picked up some three or four yards, so third down and about four. Cooper Ogstad split left. Wyatt Buchanan split right for the Bearcats. Turner in the backfield in the pistol formation with Gay. Four-man front from Jasper. Third down and four for the Bearcats. Here's Turner again, trying to find a hole. They've got him wrapped up. He's not going anywhere. Jasper's big Braxton Houston at 6'1", 272, was back there and was able to knock Turner down. That'll bring up fourth down and four now for the Bearcats. Yep, and from from right there, we're going to send the punt team out and punt it back to them. Put them back on offense. Maybe we can get a good good kick here. Micah, Micah Pledger back to receive for Jasper. Fourth and four for the Bearcats. We are in punt formation. High Ooh. snap. 
Nice job. Ellerby had to go up high and get that one. He gets the kick away, and it goes out of bounds. Not a great kick. Jasper is going to have it. He's still walking. Looked like about the 40. He walks up to the 41, 42, 42-yard line. So Jasper will have it at their own 42. Bearcats lead it 2 nothing. 7.48 left to go here in the first. If you're just joining us, Coleman won the toss and deferred. Jasper took the ball on their first series. The Bearcats held them inside the 10 because they started from the 7. And we got a block punt down there led by Jackson Sessions and a host of Bearcats. But they were able unable to convert ourselves. And now it's first and 10 Jasper again. Twins either side. Pledger the running back by Morrow. This is Pledger, left side. Gets to the line of scrimmage, gets a hole, gets out to midfield before the Bearcats can ride him down there. Reed Bradbury was the first one to get a paw on him. Also see Samuel Mayher getting off the pile there for the Cats. They scooted up to the 49-yard line. And it looks like Bradbury's hurt his wrist. He'd come running off the field holding his hand. Hopefully he'll be okay. Maybe he just sprung his hand a little bit, but looks like to be he's in pain. Second and three for the Vikings now. Low snap. Morrow gets it up under pressure from the Cats. He's going to run it. Midfield, 45. Still on his feet to the Bearcat, 40. Down to the 39-yard line before Ben Conway can ride him down to the turf. That'll be good enough for an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for a first down for Jasper. Yeah, Morrow would drop back to pass and drop back counted maybe one, two, and nobody was open, but the offensive line just kept the Bearcats off of him, and he was easily picked up 10 or 12 yards there. So first and 10 for Jasper now. Inside Bearcat territory at the Bearcat 39. Bunch formation for the Vikings. They send Pledger to the left of Morrow. He takes a handoff, running around the right side. Flag in the backfield. Pledger gets out near the first down marker at the 29, but there's a flag in the backfield. That's in about the area of holding. Yep, and that's the call. And if they're going to mark it, which they usually do from where the hold occurred. The flag is sitting at the 41. So 10 yards from there would be the 49. Depending on which way you're looking at, Andrew, that could be, that could be the 51. It could be the 51, but. <laughs> and folks, if, if you're just joining us and you haven't been a part of Friday Night Live before, you have no idea the history behind the 51 yard line. But having Muscle Shoals in your region with Coleman, you would appreciate it. Out of Muscle Shoals high school football game years ago, the PA announcer comes on and says this first and 10 Trojans from the 51. So. And how do they mark it at the 49 on this side? The penalty of the flag was at yep. the 41. You'd have thought it'd be two yards back. They didn't. First and 20 for the Vikings. Screen pass to Pledger. We've got him at the line of scrimmage and wrapped up. Samuel Mayhair was all over him as soon as he caught the pass. They might give him the original line of scrimmage. Good hustle there for the Bearcat defense. Yes, it was, and it looks like they're not going to move the line of scrimmage. So they'll keep it right there at the 49. And it looked like he had some room to run. The Bearcats fought through. Was able to bring him down just as soon as he caught. The screen was set up. Looked pretty. Broke down quick. Second down and 20 for Jasper now from the Bearcat 49-yard line. Twins either side. Pistol formation as they work left to right as you listen. And penalty flag. Offsides against the Bearcats. Huh. So that'll give them a free five. Make it second down and 15. And he blew the whistle before the ball almost was even snapped. So that tells me that one of the Bearcats was lined, lined up, up offsides. Yeah. 
Got to look in, and looks like they're got a. Is that a heat timeout? Yep, mid-quarter heat timeout. Okay. 5.47 left in the first. Bearcats lead it 2 nothing. Back in a moment on the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman's Live 95. In the game of mortgages, experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As a leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages. They're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference, too, with Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 256-338-2920. And I'll show you how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. In MLS number 338-177. Jasper, Alabama, Friday Night Live on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. Tommy Warhurst and my brother Daniel. It's second down and 15 for Jasper from the Bearcat. 45-yard line. Morrow's in trouble. He's going to scramble. Bearcats are chasing him. We got two of them on him, and they (laughs) knock him down at the 42-yard line. Ben Conway and Jackson Bentley wrapped him up and brought him down to the turf. He might have picked up maybe three, four yards. Looks like it's third and about 14 now from the 42. Ball resting on the Bearcat 42-yard line. Coleman leads it 2 nothing. We've got 5-10 left to go here in the opening period. Third down and 13 for Jasper. They have twins to the right, wing to the left. Pledger switches sides and stands now to the right of Morrow. Jasper working left to right as you listen. Morrow to throw. We're coming after him. He's being chased in the backfield. Fires incomplete. Intended for Carter Reed. Reed was bobbling it. Good coverage on the outside there by the Bearcats. And good pressure in the backfield from Harrison Gunner. Morrow had to throw it before he wanted to. Because Gunner was really coming after him. And yeah, out there on that coverage, uh, Jackson Sessions had him wrapped up like a blanket. He was bobbling it like he said. But he was able to get a hand in there, maybe look like at the end and knock it completely free. So it's going to be fourth down for the Vikings from the Bearcat 42. And they're bringing out the punt team. Jasper sends in Carlos Portillo to punt. Back to receive for the Bearcats will be Wyatt Buchanan. He's got his heels on the 15-yard line. 433 left here in the first. Portillo gets a snap. Bearcats coming after it. Almost blocked this one. Portillo gets it away. A high spiral. Buchanan has to call for the fair catch at the 12-yard line. Daniel, we got close to that one, too. Yeah, we did, and I'm sitting here the whole time uh, Jasper's lined up. They've got three protectors for the punter back there. They've got the punter. That's four. That means that all the other seven guys got to be on the line of scrimmage. The guy on this far side, he was as far back as the protection guys. He was two yards off the line of scrimmage, and I was waiting on the official to throw his flag, and he never did. And as soon as the punt was caught, one of the Coleman head coaches went over there telling him the same thing. Hey, he was four yards off the line of scrimmage. (laughs) So here's first and ten for the Bearcats now from their own 14-yard line, working right to left as you listen. Receivers either side. Turner, the running back in the pistol formation. Behind Preston Gay. It's going to be Turner. Left side. Turns up field. Spin move at the 15. Out to the 17-yard line. Good run in there from Turner before he's knocked down by Jackson Bajol for Jasper. Jackson Bajol, and it looked like Drew Herring was also in on the tackle. Picked up 
three or four yards. Going to be second about six here from the 16, 17-yard line, touching the 17. Second and six from the 17 for the Bearcats now. This time they'll have twins either side. Gay in the backfield all alone. Motion from Buchanan from right to left. He takes a swing pass out of the flat. Has yardage out near the first down marker. Kind of hard to see there with the Bearcat tent on the sideline from our vantage point. Looks like they're going to say it's third down. They're going to make it third down at about one. And that was a good lick from Braxton Houston. The big senior from Jasper running down the line of scrimmage basically and put the put the lick on Buchanan. Cooper Ogstad and Buchanan split left. Buchanan will come in right, be the wing on the left side. Here's Turner again up the middle. He breaks through. Looks like he has the first down. We'll wait for the signal from the official. They do signal it is an Adam Aker. Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for a first down for the Bearcats. That's a good hard run up the middle that time from Turner. Took it took it from Gay on the left side, just kind of lowered his head and kept it, kept his legs running. After contract, picked up a couple more yards. It's first and ten for the Bearcats now. Two receivers either side. Pistol formation with Gay and Turner. Gay wants to throw. Looking downfield across the middle. Buchanan's covered. He's got Oxstad breaking free, but he can't find him. So Gay's going to run it. Picks up a first down, and he's out to the 42-yard line. That's another Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet drive for a first down. And if he could have got his head around, Oxstad was running a post from the near side of the field, and he had at least six yards on the closest Viking defender to him, but Gay couldn't get his head turned that way, and there's a holding call. Holding call against the Bearcats. And where'd they mark that one from? From the line of scrimmage? Looks like they marked it about the 30, so they'll back them up to the 20-yard line. It'll make it first and 15 on a good play that was a first down. We'll get a mulligan. <laughs> yeah. Which I like those. <laughs> yeah. And maybe this time the coaches, you know, like we saw, hey, same play. Yep. Look for 88 coming up the left side because he was wide open. Yep. Ogstad's going to be split left. He'll have Cherry in the slot to that side. Ellerby, the lone receiver to the right. Turner in the pistol formation behind Gay. Here's Turner up the middle. Tough sledding in there. And he's going to be pushed backwards again. It's Braxton Houston on the stop for Jasper at 6'1", 272. He's had a couple of tackles on Turner tonight. And it looks like they're going to give him forward progress of one yard. So the ball is going to be touching on the 21 now. Second and about 14. Second and 14 for the Bearcats now from our 20. Bearcats lead it 2-0, 220 left to go here opening quarter. Receiver split to either side. Turner will now come stand to the left of Gay. Bearcats working right to left. Gay looking downfield. He's got Oxstad on man-to-man coverage. Pass goes incomplete. Just out of the stretch of the hands of Ogstead. Coverage on the outside there by Jasper's Connor Elmore. Yeah, and it looks like maybe if he would have put a little bit more air under that one to let Ogstead run underneath it. He, he was gaining a step on the defender. The ball was just kind of thrown almost going towards out of bounds more than it was in the playing field. And Ogstad at 6-3, he can go up and get yeah. him. Just put that ball in the air, let him go get it. Exactly. Give him a chance to go up and make a play. 
Third down and 15 now for Coleman from their own 20-yard line. They lead Jasper 2-0. 2.08 left to go here in the opening quarter. Five wide, three to the left, two to the right for Gabe. In the shotgun. Good protection. Now he's going to roll to his right side. Everybody's in coverage. He's going to run it. Gay, 30. Spins to the 35. Still on his feet to the 40. And Gay has an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for a first down for the Bearcats. Great run that time by Gay. And they ought to be adding 15 more yards on because when he got to the 40, he kind of spun and went down on both knees. And after he went down, couldn't tell the number for the Jasper Vikings, but somebody hit him and he was down on both knees. That's 15 more if you ask me. Don't see how they didn't see that obvious late first, hit. First and 10 for Coleman now for their own 39-yard line. Twins left, one receiver right. That's Buchanan. Buchanan comes in motion to the right side. Here's Turner. Spin move at the 40 and out to the 43-yard line. Another penalty flag in there, though. It'll come from the head referee and from his location, Daniel. I bet that's going to be holding. Uh, yeah, 10 times out of 10 when he, t- <laughs> it's going to be a holding call. And that's definitely what the call is. And they're going to spot that one or mark that one off from the 39. So that'll put the Bearcats back to the 29. We make a little progress or as, as the song says, two, st- uh, one step forward, two, two steps, steps back. back. Yeah, exactly right. Not that I know anything about 80s music, but I do listen to the Boombox a lot, our all-80s channel that we stream at Live95Coleman.com and is on the Coleman's Live 95.5 Zap. If you like 80s music, you'll love our Boombox 80s channel. First and 20 from the 29-yard line. Twins either side now. Gay to throw. Everybody's covered. He's going to run it again. Gay to the 30. Spins to the 35 and steps out of bounds at about the 37-yard line. He'll be close to the original line of scrimmage. Yeah. That should still make it third down and about 11 now for the Bearcats. Yeah, it looks like they're going to mark him. Yeah, about the 37. So second down and 11, or second and 12. West Point leads Hansville 7 to nothing early on. Good Hope leads Vinemont 7-6. Here it's 2-0 Coleman with a minute left in the first. Still raining here in Jasper, but it's a light rain. Receivers either side. Wing back. Gaze in the shotgun. Pistol formation with Turner behind him. Busted play. Now it's going to be an option play to Turner. Turner turns the corner. 45. And out to the 47-yard line is Larry Turner. He's going to be close. They first started marketing. Yep, they're going to say first yep. down. It's an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet drive for a first down for the Bearcats. Yeah, that was a good play. Like you said, when when he when Gay got the snap, it almost looked like it was a busted play, like like he and Turner stepped the wrong way. But it ended up that was the right play. They were just going to run the option off the line, and Gay took it to the farthest point he could, pitched it out to Turner. Great play. Bearcats moving quick now. First and 10 from their own 49-yard line. 30 seconds left, first quarter. Bearcats lead it 2 nothing. Here's Turner again, right side. Dances out and gets near the Jasper 49-yard line. That'll be gained to about two for Turner and the Bearcats. It's the lead lead play that time for Turner off the right side. And now they backed it up all the way to put that one right at midfield. So gain of less than one. So it'll be second about nine, nine and a half. Second and nine from right at midfield. All along. That Jasper Viking 
face and helmet with the horns coming out of it here. Midfield. Receivers either side. Pistol formation. Buchanan's going to come in tight. Everybody moves before the ball is snapped. No whistle, though. Maybe we've got the Bearcats back on it. We'll see. I thought they were going to get us for procedure. Yeah, I don't even see a flag. They must have. Everybody else must have thought it was on two but the center. Because nobody moved. But then the ball was on the turf. Thankfully for the Bearcats, they fall back on it. But now it's going to make it third down and 13. And at the end of the first quarter, we'll have some time for Coach Danny Stiff to think about it before they have to run the third and 13. End of one. Coleman leads it 2 nothing. Back in a moment on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. We've spent a lot of time on this. The investigation is finally over. We uncovered several leads, and we have finally found it. We have found what every small business in Coleman has been looking for. Fiber optic quality internet is here. Utilizing cutting edge radio technology, Cyber Broadband is now able to offer fiber optic quality internet in the immediate downtown Coleman area and most Coleman industrial parks. More information is available by calling Cyber Broadband, 256-734-1077, 256-734-1077, or on the web at cyberbroadband.net. Are you ready to make your next move in Coleman? Hi, I'm Tommy. And I'm Angela. We're not just realtors. We're a family dedicated to helping yours. We're not just about buying or selling property. We're about building connections within our community. From local schools to charity events, we're active because we care about Coleman. When you use us, you're not just getting one realtor. You're getting a team working around the clock for you. With our experience and expertise, we'll guide you through every step of the process. We're the Warhurst Team Realtors at Hagamore Realty Group. We make it happen. You make it Back in Jasper on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Beginning of the second quarter, Bearcats lead it 2-0. Third and 13 for Coleman from their own 46-yard line. And Coach Stiff wants another timeout. Thought he had the right third and 13 play. Ended up wasn't what he wanted to see. Back in a moment here on the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman's Live 95. I don't know. They're contemporary. They're not like everybody else. Live 95. Glad you're with us for Friday Night Live. This is season 10 that we've been doing high school football here on Coleman's Live 95. We welcome you. If this is your first time listening to our broadcast, we're glad to have you. We do a game of the week every Friday night around Coleman County on our big stick at 95.5 FM. And then we have three other games that air on our stream and on our app. If you do not have the Coleman's Live 95.5 app, you can go to your favorite app store and download that. You can also get a link at live95coleman.com. We have an all-80s channel we call the Boombox, which is channel 2. We have an all-alternative channel, which is Channel 3, we call The Edge. And then Channel 4 is the golden oldies of the 50s and the 60s. We call that the jukebox. And then we take all the best music of those, except the 50s and 60s, and put it on Live 95 throughout the week. And I'm on Live 95 every morning from 6 to 10 before I start doing real estate. Third and 13 for the Bearcats now from our own 46-yard line. Gay's in trouble. Oh, yeah. He's going to be sacked back at the 40. The first Viking to get to him back there was Big Jojo Odom at 6'6", 234. And also, <laughs> Walker Jones. I'm sorry. Jojo Odom. 
You had it right. I was looking at the wrong piece of paper here. But, yeah, when he gets a hold of you, you ain't going nowhere. 6'6", 235. And Gay was pretty smart just to tuck that one and take the sack there. Don't try to do anything miraculous and don't give up the football on your end of the field either. Nope. Live to play another down. You'll get that one over again soon. So it brings up fourth down and 19 for the Bearcats now from their own 41-yard line. J.C. Ellerby will drop back in punt formation. It'll be Micah Pledger back to receive for Jasper. Pledger's got his feet right on the 30-yard line. Or check that. That's Garrett back to receive for Jasper. Fair catch called on a high kick. He'll take it right about the 25-yard line. So it'll be first and 10 Jasper from their own 25. Coleman leads it 2 to nothing after a safety, Daniel, on the opening possession for Jasper. Opening possession. They had a couple penalties. With, well, they fell on the kickoff at the seven yard line, so they started in the, on the, in the hole to begin with. Then they had a couple of penalties, couple of half the distance to the, to the goal penalties, and ended up having to punt out of their own end zone and wasn't even from the five, so they didn't get a proper punt snap, uh, distance, and we were able to block it out of the back of the end zone to come up with the safety. So first and ten for the Vikings from their own 25 yard line, working right to left as you listen now. Four-man front with two backers in there for the Bearcats. Morrow going to give this to Pledger. Pledger's to the line of scrimmage out to about the 32-yard line before Reed Bradbury rides him down to the turf there for the Cats. A good game there for the Vikings. They'll give him about seven on the carry. Yeah, they he had some good blocking up front. I don't think we even got a hand on him till he got into the linebacker spot. Jackson Sessions and Bradbury were able to bring him down, but nobody touched him before those two. Second down and three now from the 31. Morrow wants to throw complete on the far side. He's got his Adam Aker, Mitch Miss Chevrolet drive for a first down complete out there to Carter Reed. So that'll be a first down for the Vikings. And that's just a quick little six-yard hitch. Go six yards, turn around, and I'll put it on you. And that's about as fast as it happened. When he hit the six yards, he put his foot in the ground. And turned around, and Morrow had the ball right dead between the numbers. First and ten for the Vikings now for their own 39-yard line. Working right to left. It's Pledger trying to find a hole on the left side. Not much there. The Bearcats close it up. He might have got a yard up to about the 40-yard line before the Bearcats get two in the first one in there. Looked like Ben Conway. Ben Conway and J.C. Patterson got up off the turf. It'll be second down and eight for the Vikings. Bearcats lead it 2 nothing. Old school football here from Jasper in an old stadium, but on new turf. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Stiff was talking about this is like the old school high school football stadiums you like to go play in. And you said, yeah, except for this has turf on it rather <laughs> yeah. than grass like we all play yeah. on. He was saying the old concrete stadiums on both sides, this, that, and the other. And I said, yeah, except for the $200,000 field. You know? yeah. <laughs> Second down and eight pass is incomplete for Morrow. Intended on the outside for his receiver, McCollum. Falls incomplete. That'll bring up third down and eight now for Jasper from their own 41-yard line. Coleman leads it 2 to nothing with 9.21 left to go here in the first half. Coming up at the half, we'll check the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard. And if the band performs, we'll take you down to the field for the sounds of the Coleman Bearcat marching band. No sign of them, though, with the rain. They may not perform tonight. Here's third and eight for Jasper. Morrow's in trouble. He just heaves this one away out of bounds. It goes across the line of scrimmage, but it'll be incomplete. Pressure in the backfield, Daniel, from J.C. Patterson. J.C. Patterson was back there. Uh, who else? I'm looking at Harrison Gunner. 
There were four or five Bearcats that were making a beeline tomorrow as he was in the shotgun trying to get that pass off. And he did a great job himself just getting it away past the line of scrimmage and out of bounds rather than taking the sack because he was on about their 21-yard line when he threw that and got rid of it. Buchanan will be back to receive the punt for the Bearcats. He's got his heels on his own 33-yard line. Carlos Portillo, the junior, on to punt for Jasper. He should hit this about his own 30-yard line. Yeah, you see the line of scrimmage was the 40. Oh, the snap goes over oh, wow. Portillo's head. It's at the 5, still rolling. Nobody's on it. Bearcats fall on it in the end zone. Touchdown, Coburn! Yes, it was. It was Cameron Myers and Patillo for the Vikings. Instead of falling on the ball, tried to reach down and pick it up, and it's wet out here. It's wet on the field, and when he couldn't pick it up, it rolled on a little forward, and Cameron Myers was able to fall on it in the end zone for the touchdown for the Bearcats. Last Saturday morning on Beyond the Scoreboard, on TV 25, Spectrum Channel 16, and Coleman Coach Stiff and I talked about special teams. And that's why he's got his ones on the special teams because ball games can be won or lost with special teams. And so far tonight, the safety and the touchdown. The only points from the Bearcats, Daniel, come on special teams. Exactly right. You want your best players on the field. I understand you gotta got to rest them sometime, but you want your best players on the field as much as they can be. Snap. Is good. Kick is up for Mobley. It's good. 9.02 left in the first half. Bearcats lead it 9-0. Back in a moment on the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman's Live 95. Hey, Coleman drivers. Are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car? Well, we've got fantastic news for you. Meet Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet in Coleman, your go-to guy for a no-nonsense car buying experience. Hey, folks. Adam here. You know, buying a car shouldn't be stressful. That's why at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, we pride ourselves on transparency, trust, and there's never any BS at MS. That's right. Adam Aker and the Mitch Smith Chevrolet team are changing the game. I live and breathe Coleman, just like you. So when you step into our showroom, you're not just another customer, you're family. Together, we'll find the perfect vehicle to fit your needs and budget. Remember, Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet, what's not to love? Two big special teams plays have the Bearcats leading the Vikings 9 to nothing on Friday Night Live on Coleman's Live 95. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Glad you're with us tonight from Jasper, Alabama for the 75th meeting between the Bearcats and the Vikings. And do you know what the smart play from... Uh, Patillo would have been a while ago when the ball's rolling around on the two-yard line. Kick it out of the back of the end zone. That's two points instead of six, and that is exactly right. Mobley's kick bounces at the 15. Jasper doesn't try to get on it again till the last minute. I don't know what they're thinking on kickoffs, Dan. <laughs> I don't either. I mean, no, nobody is in a sense of urgency to get to that football. The Bearcats are going to get an onside kick tonight. I, I would say or so. Not even intentional. They'll, they'll recover a kickoff tonight at some point. Yeah, because like I said, both kicks he's kicked to about the numbers between the 20 and the 10-yard line. And the first one, the Vikings just kind of looked at, and he finally went over there and just fell down on it. And that one, it hit the turf about the 15 and had a backspin on it. And it looked like Pledger was just wanting to wait and see if it rolled out of bounds or not and almost lost it, had to run at the last second and grab it and fall out of bounds. 
So Jasper will start this series on their own 19-yard line. First and 10. They'll have twins left. Pistol formation with Pledger. As they work from right to left, it's end around to Busby, trying to get to the right side. Bearcats have got it. They're pushing it backwards back to the seven-yard line. Who else than number five, Reed Bradbury? (laughs) Bradbury hit Busby, stood him up, and then drove his legs like they teach you to do when you're running the football or when you're tackling somebody, and he went and buried him in the ground. That's a great defensive play that time by Reed Bradbury. Play loses two yards. It's now second and 12 for Jasper from their 17-yard line. Catch lead it, 9 nothing. 8.20 left to go first half. Morrow wants to throw. Has it complete in the open field with running room on the outside. Getting a first down and more is Reed before he's pushed out of bounds up at the 44-yard line. That's an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet drive for a first down for Jasper. But we've got a penalty flag back at the 33-yard line. Uh-huh, and that was way downfield. That's going to be after the reception, so a block in the back or a hold, perhaps. Yeah, we'll see. We'll wait for the official call. And it is personal foul against Coleman, personal foul against Jasper, so offsetting penalties. The play will stand, and it'll be first down Vikings from the 40-yard line. That's an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet drive for a first down for Jasper. You thought they were throwing another flag. <laughs> I thought didn't? they were throwing another flag. And <laughs> the official on this side reached in his back pocket and slung his flag. And I was like, hey, there's nobody threw it back to the uh, the line judge in the middle of the field. He caught it and he put it in his that pocket. hard, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, wow, he's mad. <laughs> first and ten for the Vikings now. Twins either side. Here's Pledger up the middle. Big hole again. 45 midfield. Pledger, 45. Boom. And down to the Bearcat. 41-yard line. Is Micah Pledger. That's another Adam Aker. Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for a first down and another penalty flag at the 40 yard line. And the helmet of Titus Waldrop came off. He was over here getting mixed up with Chance Hausler from Coleman. And I don't know what transpired, but, uh, Waldrop's helmet came off and they're going personal to mark foul. off a personal foul against the Bearcats. Yeah. Okay. So all of a sudden now, thanks to a few penalties and a long reception, the Jasper Vikings have life and they have their deepest penetration into Bearcat territory of the night. It'll be first and ten. Jasper from the Coleman 26-yard line. One receiver left. Three backs in the backfield. Here's Pledger again on the right side. Turns a corner, tripped up. Right about the 25, he falls forward to about the 24-yard line. Samuel Mayher in there on the stop for the Bearcats. Yeah, along with J.C. Patterson hustling down the line, was able to make the stop on Pleasure. Pleasure's got a little burst of speed. When he cuts north and south, he can pick up some yards pretty quick. Second down and nine from the Bearcat 25-yard line for the Vikings. Working right to left as you listen. Two receivers to the left. Pledger stands to the left of Morrow from the shotgun. Low snap. Morrow hauls it in. Fires out in the near flat. Intended for Waldrop. Great coverage on the outside from the Bearcats. That's Jackson Stallings out there in coverage for the Cats. Yeah, Stallings made a great break on the ball and put a hit on Busby. 
and he might could have even come up with the interception if he wouldn't even have tried to hit Busby. If he had a step one step to the inside, he might could have just caught that one and ran the other way with it. But a great play by the Bearcat defense. Rain coming down a little bit harder now in Jasper. Bearcats lead this one 9 nothing, 7-0-4. Left to go first half. Vikings with the ball, third and nine for the Bearcat, 25. Pledger again, running down to near the 20-yard line before he's knocked out of bounds. And I'm looking for the number that time. (laughs) That was a great play by Jackson Bentley. Caught up with him over there on the sidelines, grabbed a hold of him, picked him up, and just carried him out of bounds with him. (laughs) That's a great play by number 47, Jackson Bentley. Play brings up fourth down and four for the Vikings. From the Bearcat 20-yard line. No sign they're going to kick a field goal. They're going to go for this one. Twins to the left. One receiver right. Morrow in the shotgun with pleasure to his left. Hard snap count. Trying to draw the Cats offside. We jumped, but we didn't cross the line. Now Jasper changes the play. Same formation. Here they go. Keeper from Morrow. He's got the first down and more inside the 15 down to the 11-yard line is Tanner Morrow. He has an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for a first down. Yeah, and I was wondering if they were ever going to do that. I've, they ran that play where he puts it in the belly of Pledger, and he's been giving it to him, and Pledger's going off the right side, but, uh, you know, he carries out his fake when he gives it to him, and I was thinking to myself the last couple of times they've run it, if he keeps that ball, he's got six or seven yards easy. First and ten. Morrow rolls to his right side. Fires complete at the seven-yard line to Carter Reed. Reed immediately driven out of bounds there by the Bearcats. And looks like that was Cameron Myers who was able to put the hit on Reed and knock him out of bounds. Where are they going to spot that at the seven? They'll spot it on the six-yard line. It'll be second down and five. They can get a first down at the one. They're going quick. Snap rolls on the ground, and the (laughs) official throws a flag. Yeah, what's the flag for? Illegal procedure. False start against Jasper. They're trying to go too quick. Yeah, trying to go too quick. And they're lucky somebody did jump because that ball was rolled to the quarterback. I don't know what happened to the center. If if whoever jumped bumped into him as he was snapping it, but that ball literally rolled back there tomorrow. They would have lost eight or nine yards. Just ended up losing five from the penalty. That's going to put the ball on the 12. Yes, back to the 12-yard line for the Vikings. They can get a first down at the 1. So it's second down and 11. Morrow from the shotgun. Quick pass to the 6-yard line complete and tackled immediately by Jackson Sessions. And also Ben Conway on the stop. The pass was complete in there to Carter Reed. Reed picked up about 6 yards down to the 6-yard line. It'll now be third down. And five from the six for the Vikings. And they're going to put trips out to the right side. Jasper working right to left. As Daniel said, trips to the right. Morrow looks left, throws into single coverage. Touchdown, Vikings. Titus Waldrop on the reception. Boy, they got to quit firing that cannon. <laughs> I was about to, after the national anthem, they fired that cannon, and I almost lost it. And right then, they fired it again, and I almost lost it again. <laughs> Scared me half to death. I'm talking about. Wow. If, uh, if mom's listening at home, she jumped in her chair, too. <laughs> Better go check your britches, mom. <laughs> 
man that thing's loud, especially when you have no clue that it's going to yeah. happen. Yep. <laughs> now we'll know. Maybe that's the last time they score. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Point after attempt now from Morrison is up and good. Just like that, the Vikings draw Ooh. within two. Coleman nine, Jasper seven. <laughs> Back in a moment on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. Coleman Appliance Repair is your locally owned and operated appliance and repair company. Servicing most models and brands, they can be found on Facebook or Google for in-home appliance repair needs. Proudly supporting Coleman area athletics and collegiate football, when that appliance frustrates you and you're in need of a repairman, Robert Brantley is ready to help. You can call him at 256-507-3415 or find him on Facebook, Google, or online at ColemanApplianceRepair.com. Back on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95, Season 10 of Friday Night Live here on Coleman's Live 95. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Glad to have you along with us. If you missed any of tonight's game, no worries. You can always go back and listen to it on the Coleman's Live 95.5's Facebook page. The link is there for the game. And we're working to make all of our talk shows and our sports broadcasts available in podcast form. The easiest way for you to access our feed is to go to our website at live95coleman.com. Go to the on-demand section and links to subscribe to your favorite podcast platforms are right there for you on our website. Part of what we're building at Coleman Community Radio, powered by Coleman's Live 95. Fairview leads Priceville 14 to nothing. West Point leads Hansville 14-7. Where we are, it's 9-7 Bearcats over the Vikings. Kickoff is in the air. Buchanan's chasing it down. It goes out of bounds at the 20. Boy, that looked like a good pitching wedge there <laughs> from kidding. Carlos Portillo. Hit the ground, spun back and to the left just a little bit, went out of bounds, and I'm pretty sure we'll take that one at the, the 35. They should. They can take it at the 35 or make them re-kick it. You know, a lot of times if they were kicking it deep, the coaches would say, make them kick it deep again, make them run the length of the field again. Yeah. But it looks like we're going to take that yep, at the 35. So that's where the Bearcats will put it in play. First and 10 from their own 35-yard line. Coleman leads Jasper 9-7 with 5.37 left to go here in the first half. Twins either side for the Bearcats. Working left to right as you listen. New quarterback in there is Tanner Gaines. He'll throw it out to Buchanan on a swing pass on the left. Penalty flag on the play. Buchanan's across midfield. 45-40. He's all the way into Viking territory at the 41-yard line, but I think it's coming back for a hole. It's going to be a block in the back on the far side. Defensive back for the Vikings came up and didn't have any choice. I mean, of course, he had a choice not to block him, but he decided to push him in the back, so they're going to mark that one from where the flag Yep, they're going to mark that one from the 35-yard line. So that's about the line of scrimmage. And it'll bring up first. So a good pitch and catch from Gaines. 20. To Buchanan is a race. Tanner Gaines in now quarterback. He's a six-foot, 175-pound senior replacing Preston Gay, the sophomore, who started the game for the Bearcats. First 
It'll be first down and 20 for the Cats now from their own 25-yard line. Receivers either side. Buchanan goes in motion from right to left. Play action to Tucker. Gaines wants to throw incomplete. Mm. Hit Ellerby in the hands as he's sliding down on the turf, but he couldn't haul it in. Yeah, it looked like a good good concept. We had um, Buchanan on a short out, had Ellerby coming behind him about 10 yards deeper, and the pass was on the money. He just wasn't able to haul it in. Would have been a gain of about 15, 15 yards as we had two outs on that side of the field. Just couldn't haul it in. Still second down and 20 for the Cats now for their own 25-yard line. They lead Jasper by two, 9-7 to seven with 5-15 left here in the first half. Non-conference game for the Bearcats before they get into region play next week against Hartzell. Here's Gaines. Screen oh. pass picked off. It's picked off by the big man for Jasper. The yep. screen pass went right into the hands of the Jasper Vikings for the interception. It looked like big number 50, Carter Livingston. It was number 90. Oh, it's okay. JoJo Odom, 6'6", 235. And he went up high and just plucked that one out of the sky. They were trying to set up the screen, like you said, right behind him. And the big man went up like a, like a rebound in basketball and just pulled it down. First down Vikings from the 15-yard line. And JoJo, when he caught it, he said, hey, I'm not a runner. I'm just going down. <laughs> exactly. He went down right there <laughs> yeah. at the 17-yard line. Now the Vikings are in business again. Here's Pledger up the middle, running, spinning, down to the 6-yard line before he's finally stopped there by the Bearcats. If it hadn't been for Jackson Bentley, Pledger would have been in the end zone that time. Yeah, Bentley got him about the 13 or 14 yard line and Pledger spun and kept driving his legs and carried Bentley all the way to the seventh. So it's a good run by Pledger. Second down and one now for Jasper from the eight yard line of Coleman. Pistol formation with Morrow and Pledger. Receiver split to either side. Pledger again up the middle, fighting down Boom. to the two yard line. And once again, number 47, Jackson Bentley. Was able to bring Pledger down, but he took that one all the way to the three. Bearcats led this one early on, two to nothing, then scored, led it nine to nothing. Jasper just came back and scored to make it nine seven, and now Jasper's knocking on the door again from the three yard line. And it's first down. That was an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith drive for a first down, first and goal from the three here for the Vikings. Morrow and Pledger in the pistol. Morrow's going to keep oh, it left wow. side untouched in for the Viking touchdown. Yep, that's the same play I was talking about. He puts it in the belly of Pledger, and he's been giving it to him going off the right side. And the play before that, when I mentioned it, he kept it, and that time he kept it, and nobody even come close to touching him when he stepped in the end zone. Quarterback keeper from Tanner Morrow, the junior, puts Jasper in the lead here. Nathan Morrison on to attempt the point after for the Vikings. Oh, check that. It's Portillo this time. Bad snap. <laughs> fire, fire, fire. Nothing happened in there. Point after attempt is no good. 4-0-4 left to go first half. Jasper now leads Coleman. 13-9. Back in a moment on the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman's Live 95. Founded in 1887. 
Coleman Savings Bank serves the people of Coleman with a full line of banking services. One of those services is their legacy checking account, available to those 50-plus military, teachers, policemen, and firefighters. It features no monthly service charge, interest earned on any balance, free paper or e-statements, and two free boxes of checks per year, along with other features. You can stop by any one of four convenient locations and ask them about the legacy checking account or visit www.colemansavingsbank.com for more information. Coleman Savings Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Live 95.5. I think it's great, man. Coleman's Live 95. Beautiful. Back at Jasper, the Vikings have just taken a four-point lead over the Bearcats. Here's the Bearcats on the kickoff return. Buchanan out to the 41-yard line for the Bearcats. That'll give the Cats good field position here with 3.54 left to go in the first half. That was a great return that time by Buchanan. He caught that one on about the 15-yard line on this side at the numbers. And looked like Coleman had the wedge on. Went to the center, and he went straight to the center. Got some great blocks. And if it wasn't for, couldn't tell what number of Viking was, that got him by the shoestrings. But if it wasn't for him, he'd have carried that one all the way to the house. First and 10, Coleman now from their own 41-yard line. Working left to right here in the second quarter. We trail Jasper now. Coleman does by four. Jasper 13, Coleman nine. Wings on either side. Now motion to the near side from Ogstad. Here's Turner. Left side. Breaks one tackle. Breaks two. Runs over a Viking (laughs) up to the 46-yard line. Oh, you run. You run, Larry Turner. (laughs) Nice move. He got the handoff going to the left, and he put his foot in the ground with a little juke move on the first guy and got outside. And then the second guy, he said, I'm not juking anybody else. I'm running over people. (laughs) Great run. Five-yard carry there for Turner. It's second and five for the Cats now from their own 46-yard line. Three-man front from the Vikings, four backers in there. Receivers either side for Coleman. Pistol formation. Here's Gaines to throw. Long ball down the middle. He's got Oxstad there, but he overthrows him. Oh, my goodness, about a yard too far for Cooper Ogstad and Gaines, and him would have hooked up for a big TD. Yes, and it was it's a pretty ball, like you said, and Ogstad had a great route going. Just a post from the far side, and he had a step on the defender. The ball was just a step past his fingertips on that side. That's a great play call and great execution. Just a little bit too far on the pass. Third down and five now for the Cats for their own 46-yard line. They trail Jasper by four with 3.10 left here in the first half. Receivers either side. Wing to the far side. Cats working left to right. Busted play. Option now to Turner. Turner's going to have the first out and more. Running over Vikings up to the 46-yard line is Larry Turner before he stopped there by Luke Horsley of Jasper. That's an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for a first down for the Bearcats. And that's that's that play, once again, that looks like a busted play right off the bat, (laughs) but it ends up being the option to the right. And if that's what it's designed to do, it's worked twice because it's caught me and you both off guard. Looks like a busted play, and then they end up Picking up big yards. First and 10, Coleman now from the Viking 47-yard line. And we moved. Coleman moved. Yep. Slot receiver just flinched a little bit, and everybody in black was pointing at him. Yep. And that's a, you know, we've done that most of the night, too. Everybody gets ready for play. 
quarterback gives a signal, and we don't snap it, and we look over for the play from the sideline. That time, we didn't snap it, but like you said, the slot receiver flinched a little bit, and right here in front of the referee and in front of everybody else, that was an easy call, what they say, a no-brainer on that one. First and 15 for Coleman now from their own 48-yard line. Twins to either side. Tanner Gaines, a quarterback from the shotgun. He's going to roll left, throw a screen pass back to Buchanan. Buchanan's got blocking, and he's down to the 45-yard line of Jasper. Yeah, that's a good little, what they call that, a quick screen. It's like a it's a screen, but it's set up to the wide receiver, so the offensive lineman kind of come out this way towards where the receiver is. He catches it and tries to cut up behind him. Picked up about six or seven, so it's going to be second and about eight here for the Bearcats. Second and eight from the Jasper 45-yard line. Pistol formation, wing to the left, twins that way, one receiver to the near side. Cats working left to right as you listen. Four-man front from Jasper. Option play again, Turner. Right side, doesn't have any blockers. He doesn't need them. He just lowers his shoulder and runs over the Viking horns down to the 41-yard line. <laughs> wow. He got the pitch from... uh Gains that time, get to the sideline, said, I'm not running out of bounds. I'm cutting it up. And he put his foot in the ground, and <laughs> he ran over. And it looked like a couple of Vikings. Yeah. I know one he hit squared. He hit him dead in, in the numbers. And the other one must have got a ride, too, because number 34 for the Bearcats, Larry Turner, is punishing Vikings here tonight. Five wide now for Coleman. Trips left, two to the right. Third down and five. From the Viking 42, a minute left here in the first half. Coleman trails by four. Here's Gaines, under pressure, steps up in the pocket. He's going to have to run. Gaines is going to be knocked down at the 40-yard line. He'll gain a couple. It'll bring up fourth down in about four. And I don't see the Cats doing anything but taking some time and going for this one. There's 40 seconds left in the first half. Coach Stiff's going to take a timeout and think about it. We'll take timeout with him. 35 seconds left to go, first half. Jasper leads Coleman 14 to 9 back in a moment on the Coleman County Sports Network. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Alabama, because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Hey, Sheriff Matt Gentry here. Hey, on behalf of the Coleman County Sheriff's Office, and we look forward to seeing everybody at the ball field, we pray God's blessings on each and every one of y'all. Hey, when you're coming to and from the ball field, stay safe. Don't be distracted in driving. Make sure if you go somewhere afterwards, don't drink and drive, but have a great season and take care. God bless. Celebrating 10 years of Friday Night Live here in Coleman. Special thanks to Cyber Broadband, who provides our high-speed Internet access. Cyber takes you places where cable and DSL don't go, like football stadiums. You can learn more about Cyber Broadband on their Facebook page, or you can call Cyber at 734-1077. Fourth down and three for the Bearcats now from the Viking 40-yard line. 40 seconds left to go first half. Coleman trails by four. Receivers either side. Buchanan in motion now from right to left. Gaines under center. 
Shotgun throws back to Buchanan on the left-hand side. Screen pass complete. He's got the first down inside the 30 to the 29-yard line. It's an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith drive for a first down for the Bearcats. That's a pretty good play call right, right there by Coach uh, Stiff for the Bearcats. He had everybody running to the right side. He brought his lineman. They blocked for two counts. Then they went to the left and set up the screen for Buchanan on the far side outside of the numbers. Here's Gaines now shotgun again. Twins either side. Looking downfield. Looking downfield. Rolling to his right side. Everybody's covered. Now he throws it at the last second to Buchanan. Did he make the catch? He did. He what did. a wow. great catch from Wyatt Buchanan. Folks, if you remember, David Palmer years ago with Alabama going over the back of somebody to make a catch. Not David Palmer, Tyrone Prothro. <laughs> Tyrone Prothro went over the back of somebody. David Palmer. Well, I'm thinking, well, you're age. going way back, Bubba. <laughs> showing my age. Tyrone Prothro with an over-the-back catch. Wyatt Buchanan did the same thing right there over Jasper. Made the catch for the Adam Aker Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for the first down. And now with five seconds left, the Bearcats are going to have it from the Jasper 15-yard line. They had a great catch. I mean, great, great effort for the ball. Like you said, went over his back and that was more, you know, the pro throw catch that were kind of vertical when he went up over his back. Both of these guys were horizontal laying down and he went over his back and made the catch. That's a beautiful play. And it takes the ball down to the, what's a 15 yard line. So a lot closer, five seconds left. Quick look at the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard. Good Hope leads Vinemont at the half, 20 to 6. Fairview leads Priceville, 21 to nothing at the half. We'll check more scores on the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard coming up here at the half. And it looks like we brought the field goal team out. With five seconds left to go, down by four, Garrett Mobley is going to come on. And attempt a 32-yard field goal from the right hash. Low snap. Buchanan gets it down. Mobley's kick is up, and it is good. The first half comes to an end on a field goal from Mobley. After one, Jasper leads Coleman 13-12. to Back in a moment here on the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman's Live 95. Hey, Coleman drivers. Are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car? Well, we've got fantastic news for you. Meet Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet in Coleman, your go-to guy for a no-nonsense car buying experience. Hey, folks. Adam here. You know, buying a car shouldn't be stressful. That's why at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, we pride ourselves on transparency, trust, and there's never any BS at MS. That's right. Adam Aker and the Mitch Smith Chevrolet team are changing the game. I live and breathe Coleman, just like you. So when you step into our showroom, you're not just another customer, you're family. Together, we'll find the perfect vehicle to fit your needs and budget. Remember, Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet, what's not to love? In today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. 
You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband, supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow Internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs, from clear-cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs. K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693. K&K Logging. Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point. Now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point Bank, member FDIC. Coleman's Live 95. 95.5. Welcome back to the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95, Season 10 of Friday Night Live here on Coleman's Live 95. I'm Tommy Warhurst, joined by my brother Daniel. Glad to have you with us tonight here from a wet field in Jasper, Alabama. Tuesday, when I was looking at the weather, knowing we were going to be outside because we didn't have room in the press box, I'm thinking, okay, they said Tuesday is going to be clear after Wednesday. The rain will get out of here and be clear. It's been wet, but thankfully I brought a tent and we're able to stay somewhat dry here on the Coleman County Sports Network. We are at halftime. Jasper leads Coleman 13-12 to 12 here on Friday Night Live. I want to say special thanks to Cyber Broadband. Cyber Broadband provides our high-speed Internet signal so that we can bring the games to you in crystal clear digital quality. They've been doing it since 2004 in Coleman. They provide high-speed Internet to rural Coleman County, downtown, and the industrial parks. So thank you to Cyber Broadband for getting us our high-speed, crystal-clear signal so that we can bring football games to you in crystal clear digital quality. It is the half Jasper leads Coleman by a score of 13 to 12. And, you know, when you're just walking by, headed to the concession stand of the restroom, I'm going to flag you down and make you come down here and sit in here and talk to us. Scott Sessions was walking by. Scott, I flagged you down. Thanks for coming by. Oh, man, absolutely. Good, good to be here. Beautiful, uh, dry evening for football. Our uh, our first Bearcat game of the season. And before the game even started, I had my rosters all out nice and neat. And Aaron Tidwell comes by and says, hey, uh, Jackson left his jersey at home. Oh, He's going to be wearing three tonight because Clemens didn't play it. And then she comes back and says, hey, we got it covered. Two's on the way. Right, right. <laughs> as, a, as a dad, you're going, how can you forget your jersey, right? Uh, oh, I know it. We we turned around halfway to Jasper <laughs> and headed back to get it out of his car. And, and thank God for Jeff Knopp, quarterback club president. Hadn't left Coleman yet. We yeah. gave, made a phone call, and uh, he went in the got Jackson's jersey out of his car and uh, – and brought it to us like I don't know about 15 minutes before game kickoff yeah. and stuff, and so we we met Jeff down at the the red light here. Yep. We we ran a relay with Coach Esman. <laughs> he met me halfway and ran it to the locker room, got him his jersey, and uh, so uh, yeah, the the life of a teenage parent is, <laughs> is challenging, but uh, but it's fun. Keep showing your toes. Well, as I was looking through the roster, I had a flashback 
to the Coleman Cyclones, probably 2014, 2015, when I'm doing PA for the Cyclones, because a lot of these guys, Jackson, those guys were part of some of those winning Cyclone teams, and it's just, it's special to me to get to come back and do a Coleman game after seeing those kids, and two, I know it has been for you watching them all grow up and play ball together. Oh yeah, man, it's, it's been a blast. Some of those kids, you see them now, they're grown men. Yeah. They were fire plug, peewee, wee wees, and, uh, it's just amazing to see uh, the, the men that they, young men they've grown up to be, and uh, playing Bearcat football here on Friday nights is is awesome, man. Really is. I uh, I wouldn't be a good servant if I didn't ask you what all was going on at your church, sir. Oh man, uh, Coleman Nazarene Church on one fifty seven. Uh, God's God's been really good to us, blessing us. Uh, the church is growing, uh, new life is taking place, transformation of life, and that's awesome. Uh, we're hoping to add children and youth space to our family life center. And, and an expansion here within hopefully the next six months to a year and uh to prepare for all those young families and babies man we, we love new 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 life the, the one thing common people keep asking me is with chick-fil-a close is one of that chick-fil-a truck going to be back up there at the nazarene church on 157 <laughs> right. oh man we welcome it welcome yeah. it anytime we love love chick-fil-a and and uh, randy Ernest. They're, they're a blessing to do business with and just wonderful people that they care about our community. They yep. do so many community service things and just uh, just wonderful folks. Real quick, uh, your observation of the first half. Well, it's been wet and messy. A lot of penalties, uh, you know, on both sides. I, I'm, a, I'm being a little biased here. We, we've been a little snake bit with the with the penalties there, uh, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing us get it rolling in the second half. And uh, got a quick score there before the half with a field goal. We get the ball in the second half and uh, hopefully get a drive together, put some plays together, and put some points on the board and. Hopefully the Vikings won't be be happy when they leave. <laughs> Maybe so. Hey, thank you for uh, not running when I flagged you down. I, I, I consider you a friend and uh, oh, man, glad to know a, you, sir. If I can ever help you with anything, let me know. Thank you, Tommy. God bless you. Scott Sessions here stopping by and visiting with us on the Coleman County Sports Network. It is halftime. Jasper leads Coleman 13-12. to 12. When we come back, we'll take a look at the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard. This is Friday Night Live Season 10 on Coleman's Live 95. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions, too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer, it's easy to make the right choice. I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles. And because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a 
People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550. 256-727-6550. Or budgetblinds.com slash call Coleman Electric Cooperative has been providing electricity and community support to help local people and businesses grow for the last 86 years. The co-op is adding to that legacy with its new Sprout Fiber Internet, giving its members access to blazing fast gigabit internet speeds with unmatched reliability and extraordinary customer service. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet, powerful connections, brighter future. H&S Appliance Outlet is an overstocked scratch and dent dealer offering quality name brand appliances at major discounted prices up to 75% off. H&S Appliance Outlet also offers factory authorized repair services as well as financing options. To better serve the needs of North Alabama, H&S Appliance Outlets are conveniently located in Coleman, Hartzell, and Aram. A proud veteran and family owned business who's happy to be of service and can be reached on Facebook at H&S Appliance Repair or by phone 256-735-4184 256-735-4184 H&S Appliance Outlet a proud supporter of Coleman Community Radio Anytime you're ready Live 95 Coleman's Independent Radio Let me check it out Back in Jasper, Alabama, season 10 of Friday Night Live here on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. I'm Tommy Warhurst. Glad to have you along tonight. If this is your first time listening to us on Friday Night Live on Coleman's Live 95, we welcome you. We do high school football each and every Friday night. We have four games for you on the Coleman Community Radio family of stations. We pick a game of the week in Coleman County. We put that on the big stick, which is 95.5 FM. Then we take three other games from around the county. Always Good Hope, always Fairview, because we have title sponsorships for those games. And then we pick one other game from around the county. We put those on our live stream at live95coleman.com or on the Coleman's Live 95.5 app that you take with you wherever you want to go. And we cover four high school football games each and every Friday night here on Coleman's Live 95. Time now to check the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard with over 30 years of experience. You can trust Odin's Auto Glass to repair or replace your auto glass with safety in mind. Odin's now offers ADAS recalibration so you can count on them to keep you safe all the way home. Odin's Auto Glass, 256-734-2800, Highway 31 North in Coleman. At the half, Jasper leads Coleman 13 to 12. Right down the road here in Dora. Dora leads Aniana 12 to 6. That might surprise a lot of folks thinking Dora might have been up a little bit more in that contest. Good Hope leads Vinemont 20 to 6 at the half. At the half, Athens leads Bob Jones 28 to 21. No score from Muscle Shows in Florence at the half. Russellville leads Deschler 20 to 13. Fairview up 21 to nothing over Priceville right now. Austin blanking Decatur 14 to nothing. 
these Bearcats go to Decatur in two weeks. Right now, Austin's up on Decatur 14 zip. Addison leads Vina 37-0. Fort Payne leads Etowah 39-7. Cherokee County leads Piedmont 13-7. Hartzell up 20-0 over Jackson Olin. These Bearcats will be on the road at Tiger Stadium in Hartzell next week to take on Hartzell. That game, too, will be our Friday Night Live game of the week next week here on Coleman's Live 95. Hartzell and Coleman there as the Bearcats travel to Hartzell next week. Christopher Greer and his gang will have that game for you here on Friday Night Live. One more score. Looks like uh, Red Bay and Hamilton. Red Bay beat Hamilton 54-27. to Again, where we are, it is Jasper 13, Coleman 12. That has been the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard. With over 30 years of experience, you can trust Odin's Auto Glass to repair or replace your auto glass with safety in mind. Odin's now offers ADAS recalibrations. You can count on them to keep you safe all the way home. Odin's Auto Glass, 256-734-2800, Highway 31 North in Coleman. Back in a moment, we'll welcome Daniel back in the booth. We'll recap the first half and get set to kick off the second half here of Bearcats and Vikings on Season 10 of Friday Night Live on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Alabama. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. In the game of mortgages, experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As a leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages. They're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference, too, with Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 2 356-338-2920. And I'll show you how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. In MLS number 338-177. We've spent a lot of time on this. The investigation is finally over. We uncovered several leads, and we have finally found it. We have found what every small business in Coleman has been looking for. Fiber optic quality internet is here. Utilizing cutting-edge radio technology, Cyber Broadband is now able to offer fiber optic quality internet in the immediate downtown Coleman area and most Coleman industrial parks. More information is available by calling Cyber Broadband, 256-734-1077, 256-734-1077, or on the web at cyberbroadband.net. Are you ready to make your next move in Coleman? Hi, I'm Tommy. And I'm Angela. We're not just realtors, we're a family dedicated to helping yours. We're not just about buying or selling property. We're about building connections within our community. From local schools to charity events, we're active because we care about Coleman. When you use us, you're not just getting one realtor, you're getting a team working around the clock for you. With our experience and expertise, we'll guide you through every step of the process. We're the Warhurst Team Realtors at Hagamore Realty Group. We make it happen, you make it home. 
Hey, Coleman drivers. Are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car? Well, we've got fantastic news for you. Meet Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet in Coleman, your go-to guy for a no-nonsense car buying experience. Hey, folks. Adam here. You know, buying a car shouldn't be stressful. That's why at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, we pride ourselves on transparency, trust, and there's never any BS at MS. That's right. Adam Aker and the Mitch Smith Chevrolet team are changing the game. I live and breathe Coleman, just like you. So when you step into our showroom, you're not just another customer, you're family. Together, we'll find the perfect vehicle to fit your needs and budget. Remember, Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet, what's not to love? Coleman Appliance Repair is your locally owned and operated appliance and repair company. Servicing most models and brands, they can be found on Facebook or Google for in-home appliance repair needs. Proudly supporting Coleman area athletics and collegiate football, when that appliance frustrates you and you're in need of a repairman, Robert Brantley is ready to help. You can call him at 256-507-3415 or find him on Facebook, Google, or online at ColemanApplianceRepair.com. Founded in 1887, Coleman Savings Bank serves the people of Coleman with a full line of banking services. One of those services is their legacy checking account, available to those 50-plus military, teachers, policemen, and firefighters. It features no monthly service charge, interest earned on any balance, free paper or e-statements, and two free boxes of checks per year, along with other features. You can stop by any one of four convenient locations and ask them about the legacy checking account, or visit www.colemansavingsbank.com. For more information, Coleman Savings Bank, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Welcome back to Jasper, Alabama, season 10 of Friday Night Live on the Coleman County Sports Network. Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. After one half a play, Daniel, we're almost where we started. Jasper just has a one point advantage at 13 to 12. Yeah, it started off, it's been a slow fest ground game defense is playing tight and we held jasper backed them up on their own goal line they had to punt from about the seven yard line and we were able to block the punt out of the back of the end zone for two points and a safety and then once again on a bad snap from the jasper long snapper we were able to recover the fumble in the end zone for six points and we made that extra point which gave us nine and then a few minutes before the end of the half we converted on a about a 32-yard field goal, which gave us 12 points. And then on the other end, uh, Jasper's quarterback, Tanner Morrow, was able to hit Titus Waldrop for a three-yard or for a touchdown pass from about the three-yard line. And they made their extra point. And then once again, Morrow took it in from the three-yard line on a keeper when he faked it to Pledger going off the right side. That extra point was no good, gave them 13. And like you said, it's 13 to 12, almost right where we started. 24 minutes ago. Special thanks to Cyber Broadband, who provides our internet connection. For the Coleman County Sports Network, Cyber takes you places where cable and DSL don't go, like football stadiums. You can learn more about Cyber Broadband on their Facebook page, or you can call Cyber at 734-1077. Cyber Broadband, providing high-speed internet to rural Coleman County, downtown, and the industrial parks since 2004. And also, special thanks to the Jasper Band boosters. Oh man. Cause me and you got here early. Neither one of us had ever called a game from this location. We got here early. We set up and 
about downwind, about 20 yards from the hamburger grill and the smoker, and it's driving us crazy. So I went up there and talked to the guy in the concession stand and told him the smell was killing us. And he said, well, better than those hamburgers. He said, you got to try some of my barbecue. I've been smoking it all night long last night. I said, well, give me two barbecue sandwiches. He said, tell you what, give you two barbecue sandwiches. I'll throw in the drinks and the chips for free. I said, yes, sir. And I just went back up there and said, hey, do you do this for a living? He yep. said, no, just for the boosters. I said, well, if you ever do it for a living, let me know because I'll come by and get one. Special thanks to those guys. They treated us right, and that barbecue was good. Yep. If you're driving through Jasper on a Friday night and see the lights on here, it'd be worth it just to turn in and get some of his barbecue <laughs> exactly for sure. Exactly right. Exactly right. Second half is coming up in a moment here on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. Hey, Coleman drivers. Are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car? Well, we've got fantastic news for you. Meet Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet in Coleman, your go-to guy for a no-nonsense car buying experience. Hey, folks. Adam here. You know, buying a car shouldn't be stressful. That's why at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, we pride ourselves on transparency, trust, and there's never any BS at MS. That's right. Adam Aker and the Mitch Smith Chevrolet team are changing the game. I live and breathe Coleman, just like you. So when you step into our showroom, you're not just another customer, you're family. Together, we'll find the perfect vehicle to fit your needs and budget. Remember, Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet, what's not to love? In today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband. Supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs. From clear cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs, K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256 256- 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693. K&K Coleman's Live 95. It's like no other station I've ever listened to. It's great. Live. 95.5.5.5.5. Back in Jasper, Alabama for Friday Night Live Season 10 here on Coleman's Live 95. Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Glad you're with us tonight for Bearcats and Vikings after one half. The Vikings have a 13 to 12 lead, but the Bearcats are set to receive the opening kickoff of the second half. We'll send Buchanan and Sessions back deep to receive this one. It'll be Morrison kicking off. He only takes about three steps. This one's high. Knuckleball in the air. Bounces at the 20. Taken by Buchanan to the 12. 20, 25, 30. Buchanan up to the 35-yard line. Penalty flag, though, back at the 29. Yeah, that's going to have to be 
Well, I'm not going to speculate on what it could be. It could be anything, but like all the blockers were going to the middle of the field and the flags way back here on the numbers. So we'll have to get the call from the referee here holding against the Bearcats. So they'll mark that one from the 29. That'll put it on the 19. So the Bearcats will start their first possession of the second half from their own 19-yard line. Coleman trails Jasper by one. Jasper leads it 13 to 12. Bearcats working left to right as you listen here in the third quarter. They'll have a slot to the left side. Buchanan, the lone receiver to the right. It's Turner. And back in at quarterback is Preston Gay, the sophomore. Gay to Turner, trying to get to the outside. Ooh. Jasper's forcing him out of bounds. Almost a block in the back on the outside by the receiver for the Bearcats. No call there, but nothing doing on the sweep either. Yeah, he let him go, and I couldn't tell what number that was over here. Looks like, okay, there he is, 25. Zion Coger was able to come up and make the stop. And if I'm looking at my roster correctly, he's an eighth grader. Yeah, that's what it says. 5-7-1-16, an eighth grader playing varsity football for Coach David Reeves. Second down. They say Coleman lost two. Second and 12 now. Gay from the shotgun. Screen pass incomplete. He was trying to go to Buchanan. Buchanan got hung up on the outside. The defender was playing him face-face, yep. and he, he bumped him off the line of scrimmage, messed up the rhythm there, and Buchanan unable to catch up to the pass. Yeah, like you said, he was playing right up on his face, and at the line of scrimmage, he... He might have held him a little bit, who knows, but at least he made contact with him, and that kept Buchanan from getting back to the inside on what they call a slip screen, which was what the Bearcats were trying to run. So now it's third down and 13 from the 16-yard line for Coleman. Trips to the right, two receivers left for Gay, and a penalty flag offsides against Coleman. They must have lined up offsides. Wow, and that's no excuse for that either, especially on the offensive end. If you're out wide as a wide receiver, which me and you both played, you put your foot down, you look to the inside, and if you're an interior lineman, all you got to do is look to your right or left and see where the hand of the center is on the football. No excuse for lining up offsides. Third down at 18 now from the 11-yard line for Coleman. Same formation. Trips right to left. Gay to throw. Looking downfield. Throws. Intercepted by Jasper. He was trying to hit Oxad across the middle. He dropped it. Oh, did he drop it? Oh, my goodness. What a break. He had it. He threw it right in the belly of Terrence Nash Mathis, and he just dropped it. Yeah, he had it, and it looked like when he he was already on his knees, and then when he actually landed and hit the ground, the ball come rolling out. So I said, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. How in the world did he drop that? Either way, it's going to be fourth down Bearcats on our own 10. Dylan Pozo's on to punt for the Bearcats now. Pledger back to receive the punt, standing at his own 40. Bozos' kick hits at midfield and is picked up by Pledger at the 45-yard line. And downed immediately right there about the 41. So nothing on the return for Pledger. And the Vikings and Jasper will have it, their first possession of the second half. They lead Coleman by one, 13 to 12, 11-12 left to go here in the third quarter. If you missed any of tonight's game or want to listen back to it in its entirety, you can always do that on the Coleman's Live 95.5's Facebook page. 
And we're also working to get our sports broadcast and our local talk shows in podcast form, too. Information on that is at live95coleman.com. First and 10, Jasper now from their own 45-yard line. Trying Ooh. to get around the right side <laughs> is Busby. Nowhere to go but backwards for Busby. Jackson Sessions, the man who rides him down in the backfield all the way back at the 30-yard line. And that was a great play also by number 37. Jackson Stallings got in and got at the feet of Busby, and then that allowed Sessions to get in there and get his hands on him and sling him down. That's a loss of 10, 14 yards, <laughs> second and 24. From the 31-yard line for Jasper. Twins either side. One running back. They're going to throw a screen pass to Pledger. He makes a catch. 35-40. Pledger on his feet. 45 at the midfield. He has an Adam Aker mid-smith drive for a first down all the way out to midfield for Jasper. Well, that's a good play call by the Jasper offense. And Pledger's a pretty good running back. Not the biggest kid out there, but he makes some tough tough runs and he makes some quick moves and he busted through a couple of tackles and a little burst of speed and brought it back up to midfield it's going to be third and five now if it wasn't for the Jacksons session and Bentley he might have gone for six there third down and five for midfield I said it was a first down it's not I forgot it was second down and 24 normally would have been here's third down and five pass incomplete intended on the near side for Garrett Busby, coverage out there by Sessions for the Bearcats. That'll bring up fourth down now for Jasper. And let's see what they do here. Fourth and exactly five. The ball is touching the 50-yard line on their side, and the first down marker is at the 45 on our side. So I would think five yards would give them a first down if there was to be an offside penalty, so we'll see how many... Punting's not been their strong point tonight. They've snapped no. it over their head, and we've blocked one, so we'll see what they do right here. Portillo back in punt formation for Jasper. We're coming after this one again. He gets it away, though. Buchanan has to call for a fair catch at the 27-yard line. And did you see again what I was talking about? When they're punting the football, you've got the punter and three upbacks. That's four men. Okay, then that means the rest of the guys got to be on the line of scrimmage because you can only have four men in the backfield. And the upback on this side is at least three yards off the ball, not even close to being on the line of scrimmage. And they haven't called it all night long, and they've ran the same formation every single time. But we have a flag on the play. I think they're saying procedure. Yes. The call against Coleman. No, against Jasper. You're right. I'm sorry. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay, now this, they're going to punt this again. I want you to, to look at with me because it's not like he's almost on the line. He's off. They'll have three up backs and a punter. That's four men in the backfield. And the up back on this side will be off the tackle at least two yards behind everybody else. And they haven't called it all night long. Odin's Auto Glass score update from Vinemont. Good Hope 27, Vinemont 12. Okay, see number 12, he is lined up on the 49. The ball is on the four. He's on the 44. The ball's on the 45, and there's four men behind him. And they still Low snap. Called. This one's on the ground. Patillo's in trouble. We block it again. It's blocked by Sessions. Rolling on the turf. Bearcats fall on it at the 13-yard line. Jackson Sessions with another blocked punt for the Bearcats. Dylan Pozos comes up with the recovery, and they're going to spot that. Looks like at the 15, 14-yard line, and that's our best play is 
special team. It's Jasper's punt. Yep. <laughs> and again, I go, I go back to what Coach Stiff told me last Saturday morning on Beyond the Scoreboard from nine to ten there on Coleman. TV 25, Spectrum Channel 16 on Beyond the Scoreboard. He said special teams are huge. He puts mm-hmm. his best players on special teams because he knows that can make or break a ball game. And tonight, the points for the Cats have come on special teams. And here they are, first and 10 from the 13-yard line of Jasper. Gay back in at quarterback. It's going to be Tucker. Bouncing to the outside. Tucker gets to the six and runs out of bounds there. That's a great run that time. By Larry Turner. He took it to the left side, broke one or two tackles, and ran out of bounds at about the six. Great run by Turner. So it'll be second down and four for the Cats from the Vikings seven-yard line. Coleman trails Jasper by one. Jasper 13, Coleman 12 here with 9-19 left in the third. It looks like we got a big set in right now. Heavy formation and a penalty flag. They're going to say 12 men in the huddle by Coleman, which we were never in a huddle. So I don't understand the fact that, okay, there was 12 men in the formation. That's what it was. Okay, I'll start to say you can't call 12 men in the huddle when there's no huddle, but we had 12 men in the actual formation. So that's going to back us up five more yards and put the ball. So what was second down and four from the seven yeah, will now be second down and nine from the 12. We can still get a first down. Is that right? They change out the heavy formation, and now they're going to penalize them for a substitution infraction again. And the coaches on the sideline just have their hands in the air and hands on their hips, not understanding what's happening. How can we get two five-yard penalties for substitution infraction and 12 men on the field when the 12th man ran off? Then we want to substitute one or two for him. Well, why can't we do that? Well, they must have substituted two for one. (laughs) Unless we had 12 (laughs) men on the field again. True, but. So it's backing up five more yards. Now it's second down and 14 from the 17. Heavy formation comes out. Back to our receivers now. Twins left, one receiver right. Gay in the backfield with Turner. Option to Turner, right side. Breaks one tackle and can't get away from the other. He's knocked down at the 20-yard line. That should be a 15-yard taunting penalty on the Vikings after he made the tackle. He got up and said something in the face of Turner standing over him holding the football. You can't let that stuff happen because that stuff escalates into other things, and these referees got to get control of the football game. A lot of folks wondering where J.C. Ellerby may be. He's on the sideline nursing a bummed ankle. Turned it into first half. Doesn't look like he'll be able to go the rest of this one. Third down and 17 for the Cats now from the Viking 20. Twins left, twins right. Turner the running back by Gay. Gay wants to throw, dumps it off to Turner at the last minute, and he swamped at the line of scrimmage. Kind of a busted play, yep. but right there waiting to capitalize on it for Jasper was Eli Kimbrell. And we block a punt. We recover it at the seven-yard line. We get two five-yard penalties pushes us back 10 yards, we lose 5 yards on the swing play, and then we lose 5 more yards on another busted play, we're all the way back to the 25 now, and it's 4th down, and we're going to have to try a field goal, which if he puts it down, he's putting it down at the 31 yard line, which will be a 41 yard field goal here for the Bearcats. Mobley on to attempt a 41 yarder. 
You hear the Viking fans on their feet urging their defense on. High snap. It gets it down. No kick is up, and the kick is wide left. No good. So just like Daniel said, the Bearcats block a punt, have the ball at the Jasper seven-yard line, and go backwards due to substitution penalties, miss the field goal, and unable to capitalize on the turnover. And, okay, where do they place the ball? I thought they placed the ball where we the line of scrimmage was, but now they're dropping it to the 20. What changes, where does that change? Exactly. I mean, where I if you're know. kicking it on this side of the 50, does it not go from where the line of scrimmage was to the 20? You two years what? ago, it was always on the line of scrimmage. That's I don't know what it changed or how. Yeah, and what's the marker of, you know, if it's past this, it'll go to the 20. If it's not, it'll go back to the line of scrimmage. I don't know the answer to that, but I will find out. First and 10 for Jasper. It's Pledger on the right side. Nowhere to go. He ran right into the den of Bearcats here at the line of scrimmage. Nothing doing. They might give him a yard. Rain continues to fall here in Jasper on what they said Tuesday was going to be a clear Friday night. Has been uh, has been a soaker all night long. And they did end up giving him maybe a yard, yard and a half. So it's going to be second about eight. Second and eight for Jasper from their own 22-yard line. Four-man front from the Bearcats. It's Pledger again, and he punches it forward to about the 23. Not much doing there right in the heart of that Bearcat defense in there, led that time on the charge by Ben Conway. Ben Conway, also Samuel Mayhair was in there for the tackle. And it looks like Reed Bradbury coming off the bottom of that pile. So, so now a big third down for the Bearcat defense. Third down and seven. For Jasper from their own 23-yard line. Four men on the D-line for Coleman, the three backers walked up tight. Morrow wants to throw, looks on the right side, fires, complete out there at the 31-yard line. Quick tackle right there on the spot for the Bearcats was Jackson oh, wow. Stallings, but the play good enough for an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, drive for a first down for Jasper. Yeah, and they're giving him where he caught that ball, which was at the 33 even though he ran backwards a couple of steps and got tackled, they're giving him the forward progress, which caused the Adam Aker first down for Jasper. So first and ten for the Vikings. They lead Coleman by one, 13 to 12 with six minutes Ooh. to go. Handoff in the backfield of Pledger. <laughs> Nowhere to go as Mayhairs. They're waiting on him. He went I'm sorry, check that. That was Bradbury again. Yeah, Bradbury come through the line of scrimmage. I don't. I know nobody blocked him because nobody slowed him down at all. He comes through the line of scrimmage, grabbed Pledger, did what they call a suplex, and now it looks like Bradbury is going to go down. He was holding his hamstring, and he was trying to walk it off, and now he's went, he's gone down, and they're going to get out there and see if they can't get that thing stretched out for him. Mid-quarter heat timeout. We'll take it with them. Jasper leads Coleman 13-12. to 12. Back in a moment on the Coleman County Sports Network. Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point. Now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point Bank, member FDIC. Hell no, they're contemporary. They're not like everybody else. Live 95. (laughs) 
Welcome back to the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95 and Season 10 of Friday Night Live. I'm Tommy Warhurst, alongside my brother Daniel, from a wet Jasper, Alabama tonight. Jasper leads Coleman 13-12 to in this, the 75th meeting of Coleman and Jasper. The series is tied at 36 wins and 36 losses. Somebody's going to take the edge in this series tonight. Second and 14 for Jasper from their 29. Quick pass on the outside, complete. And immediately hit out there by Conway. Is Carter Reed on the reception for the Vikings. And it's going to be, looks like about seven. Six or seven yards for the first down. Third and six from the 37. Jasper on their own 37-yard line, working right to left as you listen here. In the third quarter. Twins to the right. One receiver left for Morrow. Pledger, the lone running back. Bearcats are coming after him. He has to throw this one away. He went across the line of scrimmage, or it would have been intentional grounding. Jackson Bentley was flying in there on the blitz. He looked like he was shot out of a cannon. Nobody for sure put a hand on him or even scraped across him to try to slow him down. He was at Morrow's front grill in about two seconds, and Morrow did a great job just to get that ball away because number 47, Jackson Bentley, was all over him in a hurry. So fourth down and six. For Jasper now from their own 37-yard line. Portillo back in punt formation. He's had two blocks tonight, one over his head. Buchanan back to receive for Coleman. Portillo gets this one away. A high spiral going out of bounds on the right side over there on the home sideline. Right about the 30, or check that, that'll be the 41-yard line for the Bearcats. So great field position once again for the Bearcats. We got to capitalize. Made them punt. They was able to get the punt off. And we got to do something from the 41. 452 left here in the third quarter. Jasper leads Coleman 13 to 12. Special thanks to Cyber Broadband who provides our internet connection for the Coleman County Sports Network. Cyber takes you places where cable and DSL don't go like football stadiums. You can learn more about Cyber Broadband on their Facebook page or you can call Cyber 734 1077. They give us our high-speed internet signal to bring Friday Night Live to you in crystal clear digital quality. First and 10 for the Bearcats now for their own 41-yard line. Here's Turner again up the middle, fighting his way out to the 45, up to the 46-yard line is Larry Turner. Good hard running from the 5'10", 180-pound senior. And that time, number 11, Roman White, the senior from Jasper, was able to get around his ankles and tie him up, bring him down. But that's hard running up the middle from Turner. Second down and six for the Cats now for their own 46-yard line. They trail Jasper by one. Bearcats working left to right. As you listen here in the third, four-man front from the Vikings, three backers in there. Motion for the Bearcats is Turner again, and not much doing there. He might have got a yard up to the 46-yard line, but not much doing in there. Tough sledding as big number 54, Braxton Houston, in on the stop there for Jasper. Yeah, Braxton Houston and Aiden Franklin was able to help Houston and bring Turner down. 
Larry Turner is going to get a breather, and we see the first action tonight from senior Reagan Ogstad, 5'10", 175. His first action of the night, it's been all Larry Turner in the backfield tonight for the Bearcats. Ogstad will stand to the right of Preston Gay. Receivers either side, twins left, one receiver right for the Cats. Gay to throw. Good protection, looking downfield, fires in and out of the hands of Cooper Ogstad at midfield. He was covered up out there by Roman White, but it still hit him in the hands. Daniel, he probably could have hauled that one in. Yeah, any anytime touches your hands, you should bring it in. No matter what the situation is, in the air, on the on the turf, on your back, whatever. Got to catch those when they put them in your hands that time. And he was right at the 50-yard line. Maybe could have fallen forward and picked up the first down. But here it is, fourth down again for the Bearcats, and we're going to be punting from about the 46. Fourth and five for the Cats from the 46-yard line. Pozos back in punt formation. He should hit this about the Bearcat 35. It's an end over end. Short kick is going to hit at the Jasper 26, but take a Bearcat roll down to the 19-yard line. Wow. And what were they doing on the return there? I mean, the... Viking return guy that the ball hit the turf and it rolled and you're going to let it go. He wasn't going to pick it up and run. There were a million Bearcats around him, but he was walking with it as it to was the ball. Ro- to yeah. the ball, walking with it as it was rolling towards him. I mean, get away from it. It takes a funny hop and hits you and then it's, you know, it can be Bearcat ball. It's just funny looking plays on kickoffs and yep. some punts tonight from the Vikings. So here's Jasper now. First down and 10 from their own 20-yard line. Twins to the left, pistol formation with Morrow and Pledger. It's Pledger off the left side, spins, gets out to the 25-yard line. Boy, he took a couple of shots on the Bearcats in there. And Reed Bradbury put a lick on him as he was spinning this way. Bradbury hit him dead in the back. and J.C. Patterson finished him off. Yeah, decleated him. His cleats are still on, but they've completely come out from this turf, and he landed on his back. Patterson comes off to the sideline holding his forearm. We'll keep a check on him. Second down and five from the 25 for the Vikings. Four-man Bearcat front, two backers in there for the Cats. It's Pledger again up the middle. Boom. Written down by Conway at the line of scrimmage. He might have fallen forward for a yard. But it'll bring up third down now for Jasper. That's a good lick by Conway. Put his face mask in the numbers of Pledger and grabbed him behind his legs with both hands picked him up and drove him into the turf. That's form tackle textbook. Looking in the dictionary, and that's the picture you'll have right there. Great tackle that time by Conway. Third down and four now for Jasper from their own 26-yard line. They lead Coleman by one, 13 to 12. Two minutes left to go, third quarter. Twins right, one receiver left. They go left, Ooh. incomplete. Trying to throw it out there to Waldrop. Great coverage on the outside out there by the Bearcats. That's Chance Hausler. Hausler had great coverage, and it looked like number 20, Cameron Myers, almost come up with the interception. The ball was deflected. When Hausler got his hands around, Waldrop knocked the ball free, and it went straight up in the air, come close to becoming an interception. And here's our favorite play from the Bearcats side of the field is Jasper's punt formation and punt team. I was about to say fourth down and four and so far tonight the Bearcats best offense (laughs) has been Jasper punting. Portillo should hit this one about his 13 yard line. Good snap. He gets it away. 
End over end punt. Going to hit out of bounds at the Bearcat 49-yard line. The Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95, has more high school football in Coleman County than anybody. We have four streaming channels. You can download Coleman's Live 95.5's app from your favorite app store. You can stream at live95coleman.com or listen to any of the games on Friday Night Live on the Coleman's Live 95's Facebook page. We always have a game of the week on the FM at 95.5 FM, and we have three other games from around the county on our live stream, on our Facebook page, and on our app. Once again, great starting field position for the Bearcats. We're at the 48-yard line. West Point leads Hansfield 20-7 to from West Point. First and 10 cats now from their own 48. Gains back into quarterback. Looking left down the field. He's got Oxstad open. Incomplete. Woo. He tried to go up and go over the back. Of Jesse Joseph, almost a spectacular catch out there by Ogstad, but incomplete. They'll go back to that one again. In fact, that was the one that they had open earlier, Daniel, that they just missed. Yep, and, and the time before, the throw was off his fingertips, so he led him a little much. The time before, that time the ball was a little underthrown, causing Ogstad to have to try to stop and go back over the top of Jesse Joseph. So one long one, one short one. Maybe the next time we come to that play, it'll be dead on the money. Second down and 10 now for the Cats from their own 48-yard line. Twins right, one receiver left as they work left to right, and they're going to get the Cats for motion. Just a little bit of a wiggle there yep. on the offensive line. Yep, we flinched just a little, like you said, a little wiggle, a little motion. Looked like the tight end on this side, number 14, Rhett Tisinger, just flinched a little bit. And on the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard, West Point leads Hansfield 20 to 7. Good Hope leading Vinemont 39 to 12. Here where we are, Jasper 13, Coleman 12 with a minute 33 left to go in the third. This one's shaping up to be a fantastic finish and why would it not be? The 75th meeting of the Cats and the Vikings and the series is tied 36-36 with three ties. Or two ties, I believe. Here's Gaines. Complete to Buchanan. Breaks a tackle. Gets to the 40. Still on his feet to the Viking 35. And down to the 31-yard line is Wyatt Buchanan. He's got an Adamaker. Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for a first down for Coleman. That's a great move on the outside here by Buchanan. Ran about a 10-yard out. Caught the pass and then spun back to the inside of the Viking defender. Broke that tackle and picked up about eight or nine more yards. Bearcats going quick now. Gaines in the shotgun. It's going to be Turner. Nowhere to go. He's going to be knocked down in the backfield. And it looked like that play was supposed to go up the middle. And when Turner got the ball, there was a defender in his face. So he tried to sidestep and go to the left. And there was a defender on the left. And so he just kind of leaned forward and got what he could. Went down with the ball. He was going to lose about a yard and a half, maybe two yards that time. Bearcats have a safety. A blocked punt for a touchdown and a field goal tonight. That's where we are with 12 points. Jasper leads Coleman 13-12. Bearcats with the ball now second and 12 from the Jasper 34. Trips left, one receiver right. Screen pass to Buchanan. He's got a hole. Buchanan to the 25. Oh, the last man tripped him up at the very last second. Carter Reed was able to get in there and get his hand on Buchanan's foot and tripped him up or he was headed to the end zone. And that's a little... What they call a little slip screen, but 
Um, that time Gaines, the quarterback from Coleman, pump faked it to his left, did a complete 360, ended up throwing it back to the right side where they had the screen set up for White Buchanan. And like you said, one man away from taking that one to the house. And that's the end of the third quarter. At the end of three, Jasper leads Coleman 13 to 12. We're setting up for a fantastic finish on season 10 of Friday Night Live here on the Coleman County Sports Network. Back in a moment. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions, too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer, Brewer, it's easy to make the right choice. I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Bearcats 13 to 12 here on Friday Night Live. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel on Coleman's Live 95 WRJM LP Coleman, Alabama. Third and four. Third and four for the Cats from the Viking 26 yard line. Pistol formation. Gain still in there at quarterback. It's Turner. Left side. He's got a hole. Turner 25 and down to the 20-yard line, but flags again back near the line of scrimmage. Every time the Cats make a gain, it looks like we get a flag downfield and out a really late flag back in the secondary. We'll sort this out. Holding is the first initial call. And he's going to call holding from way back there, too. Maybe they saw the same hold. Okay. I guess so. And they'll mark that one off from the 27, 28. Yeah. That official that threw the flag in the back was almost in the end zone. Yeah, the, the initial flag was thrown <laughs> by the linesman, and the other one was back by the deep official back near the end zone. So it must have been a really drastic <laughs> it hold. It must have been a big-time hold if he saw it from way back there, but that's going to put the ball. You're going to do it, Keith. You're going to do it. Keep your hands in tight. No stretch of jersey. Puts the ball back on the 36. Odin's auto glass scoreboard. Good hope leads Vinemont 39-12 to 12 at the end of three. Here where we are. Jasper 13, Colvin 12. 11 minutes left to go in this one. Bearcats with the football. Third and 14 from the Viking 36-yard line. Gaines to throw. Looking deep in the end zone. He's got Oxtad there. What a great catch at the nine. Oxtad's got the catch. First down, Coleman with an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive. And finally, I said it a while ago, the first time he threw it, he overthrew him. The second time he underthrew him. That time he put it right on the money. And Oxstad went up high, did what you're supposed to do, got the ball at its highest point, come down, secured it, and brought it to the turf. And now it's first and goal for the Bearcats from the six-yard line. So you're saying that was the Goldilocks play. One that, was too long. One was too high. That, that one, one was, was just right. right. Exactly. Bearcats are going to go for two. 
No, they didn't score. Oh, they didn't score. You're right. <laughs> I got too excited. Here's Sessions. <laughs> Sessions from the power eye gets it down to the three. They should have scored. <laughs> you can only go for two after a touchdown, okay. Bubba. <laughs> they did have the big formation in there. They did in, have though. big in there. <laughs> All right, second down and goal from the four now. Same big formation. Three backs on the line behind Gay. Gay fumbles the snap. Is going to run it himself. Gets to the outside. Dives back to the line of scrimmage. And lucky to get that. Boy, he was under center, and the ball hit the turf. Yep, he fumbled it right from the very jump, and he was able to pick it up. And, you know, they say when you do something like that, when there's a fumble or a bad snap, the quarter, everybody knows where the play's going. So if it's going off tackle... Just follow your running back off tackle, and that's go what he did. Go where it was going to go. Go where it was supposed to go, and he did pick it up. Here he went go. around the left side, so smart play by Gay that time. Third down and four for the Bearcats from the Viking four. Third and goal from the four. Gay rolling out to the right, looking at the corner oh, of the end zone. Passes low, intended out there for Pozos. Pozos was open, headed for the pylon. The pass just a little bit low from Gay. And now decision time for Coach Danny Stiff. Is he going to kick this field goal, or is he going to try to put this in? He's going to, he's going to, he's sending it in Mobley. Yep. He's going to kick the field goal. Cats trail by one, 13 12. He's going to send Mobley in for the field goal. This should be a 21 yarder. And we should be okay because he's a right footed kicker. Yeah. So yeah. we'll talk about that later in just a minute. If you were watching Wisconsin and uh, Nebraska last night, you know what we're talking about. Here's Mobley. Snap is good. Place is down. Kick is up. It is good. With 9.52 left to go in the game, Bearcats take the lead 15-13 to 13 over the Vikings. Back in a moment here on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles. And because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net. Back in Jasper, Alabama, season 10 of Friday Night Live on Coleman's Live 95 has the Coleman Bearcats back in the lead over the Jasper Vikings, 15 to 13. This one is shaping up to be a fantastic finish here on Friday Night Live. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Glad you're with us tonight for Cats and Vikings. Mobley's kick is high, taken at the 20 by Pledger. Reverses across the field, 25-30. Pledger, 35, out to the 39-yard line. But we've got a penalty flag back at the 23. They're going to get the Vikings with a block in the back down there on the return. And that's exactly what the call is, block in the back. And the flag's sitting on the 22. So... That's two, let's see, half the distance of the block in the back's... 10 yards, it'll still go 10, so it should put the ball on the 12-yard line. So the Vikings will start deep in their own territory. Bearcats have retaken the lead 15-13. to We've got 9.40 left to play here from Jasper. 
At the conclusion of tonight's game, we'll take you to Funkadelic Friday on Coleman's Live 95. All the tunes we remember from the skating rink back in the day, plus some <laughs> new age dance tunes. It's Funkadelic Friday every Friday night here on Live 95. Boom. Ledger on first down, nowhere to go. Cats wrap him up at the line of scrimmage. Not much doing there as the Bearcats swarm him right about the time he got the football. Leading the charge that time was J.C. Patterson, the six-foot, 175-pound junior. Patterson and also number 33, Ben Conway, came in to finish him off. We've called Conway's name several times yes, tonight. Definitely. Second down at eight. For Jasper from their own 15. Screen pass out on the outside to the wide receiver. Running room out to the 20 and out of bounds at the 21-yard line. Is Waldrop on the reception for Jasper? That's Waldrop, and I know he caught the caught one of the touchdown passes down there when uh, Jasper scored. And to me, I was wondering why they're not trying to get him the football more. Good-looking kid, 6'5", 200 pounds. Good-looking wide receiver. Third down and short. Third and two for Jasper now. Two receivers right, one left. Here's Pledger. Boom. Bearcats hit him at the line of scrimmage and driving back. Samuel Mayhair was the first one to get a paw on him. And we'll see where they spot this one. Looks like they're going to put it at the 21-yard line. It'll be fourth down. That's going to be fourth down. It'll be fourth down and about two for the Vikings. Deep in their own territory at the 21. What is new coach Danny Reeves going to do? He's going to send Portillo back in, and oh my, <laughs> the last time they were down here punting in that situation, Bearcats got seven points out of it. And now, are they, yep, they're huddled up again. Portillo was on his way out, and then he stopped and ran back. So, Bearcats are in safe. There's yep. nobody, well, now that's the last second. They send Wyatt Buchanan back deep. He'll stand at the 50. Low snap to Portillo, but a quick kick. He gets off a high, beautiful spiral yeah, kick. no doubt. Boy, had he not angled it at the sideline, that one might have rolled like a good putt on a rolling green. It goes out of bounds at the 50, but it rolled all the way down to the 30. <laughs> yeah, he got a great roll out of it, even though it was out of bounds. But in a hurry and a low snap, he got off a beautiful spiral. Want to take a moment and say a quick hello? I hope he's listening. Former Mayor Max Townsend. Max, I hope you're listening to the ball game tonight. Good, dear friend of mine. When I was a greeter at St. John's years ago, I loved wearing my orange and blue tie because he would wear his crimson and white tie with talk football. <laughs> and I'll never forget one of the last Coleman ball games I did. I get a call at my office the next week and it says, please hold for the mayor. I'm like, what? <laughs> he gets on there in his big voice. He said, Tommy, when you said they were going to the end zone with said Bearcats, I could see it. I could see where they were. <laughs> Thank you, mayor. You inspire me to be a better broadcaster. We try to paint the picture where you at home feel like you're here at the ball game. So we'll see you at the gym next week. First and 10 for the Cats now. Here's Turner. Up the middle, Boom. big hole, Turner still on his feet. He's tracking Vikings with him all the way down to the 37-yard <laughs> line. That's an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet drive for a first down for the Cats. Man, that's a big, strong run by Turner. Got some great blocks up front because I don't think anybody touched him till he was four or five yards past the line of scrimmage. And then when one of them Vikings come up and hit him, he just drug him with him and said, what else you got? And took on two more Viking tacklers. It was carrying guys for the, for the first down. That's a tough run from Turner. First and 10, Bearcats now from the Jasper 38-yard line. Two receivers left, one right. 
Turner, the lone running back to the right again. Uh -oh. He fumbles the football. Jasper recovered it. Yep. They got it back at the 37-yard line. Gaines put it in the stomach of Turner, and Turner just didn't hang on to it. It fell to the turf, and Jasper was right there waiting on it. Wow. Tough break right there after a great run. Picked up 12, 13 yards on first down. Got us a new first down, and then just wasn't able to hold on to the ball. Turns it right back over to Jasper at the 38. I told you we were setting up to have a fantastic finish of some kind. We've got 7.03 left to play. And the Bearcats turn it over and give it back to Jasper now. The Cats nursing a two-point lead, 15-13. to 13. Here's Jasper Morrow out in the left flat. Complete out there to Busby. Immediately hit out of bounds by Chance Hausler. And that's just a quick little five-yard hitch. Morrow hit Busby. That's a little timing route, really. Busby runs a five-yard out. Morrow takes the snap. A little hop skip. Threw it out there to him. Picked up nine yards real quick. It's going to be second and one. Camden Dye checks in in the secondary for the Cats. Here's Morrow to throw. Complete on the far sideline to Waldrop. Waldrop has the Adamaker Mitch Smith drive for a first down into Bearcat territory at the 49. Yeah, and looks like the Bearcat defensive backs are playing about eight, nine yards off the line of scrimmage. And they'll take that little six-yard out route all day long as long as they got their time and the quarterback catches it, turns, and fires. So we're going to have to scoot up a little bit closer on those receivers. First and ten for Jasper now from the Cat 49. Pledger, left side, fights his way down to the Bearcat 45-yard line. Yeah, and that's good offensive play call. Hit two quick passes, get everybody thinking pass, and then you drop it off to the running back underneath. And Pledger's a good-looking running back all night long. He's been breaking tackles and picking up yards. He picked up four on that one. It's second down and six now for Jasper from the Bearcat 45-yard line. Vikings working left to right as you listen. Trips right, one receiver left. Morrow, quick pass in the flat, tip high Ooh. in the air. Bearcats can't catch up to it to pick it off. It goes incomplete, trying to hit Busby. Went right through Busby's hands and went about 32 feet in the air off of him. Everybody in the stadium on both sides was holding their breath as that ball was falling to the turf because that's one of those where somebody's going to run underneath. We just didn't have anybody close, and neither did they, thankfully. And mid-quarter timeout now. Mid-quarter heat timeout. Bearcats lead at 15-13, 5.54 left to play, setting up for a dandy finish here on the Coleman County Sports Network. Back in a moment. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550, 256-727-6550, or budgetblinds.com slash call Welcome back to the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. Third down and six for Jasper for the Bearcat 45. Morrow with a screen pass. The Bearcats are all over it. They completed it out there to Titus Waldrop, but Chance Hausler was all over him as soon as he caught the ball. And talk about putting a lick on a guy. I said Waldrop, good-sized kid, 6'5", 200 pounds. And Chance Hostler got him listed at 5'8", 150. 
But he put every bit of that 150 he had on Waldrop, picked him up, drove him to the turf, and it's going to be fourth and nine now for the Vikings. And they're in punt formation once again. Portillo in punt formation. Standing at his own 37-yard line. Good snap this time. Punch, spiral, kick. Sessions directing traffic, getting everybody out of the way of this one. He's going to let this one roll, and it'll roll down right about the 15-yard line. Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard update, 28 to nothing, Fairview over Priceville. Last check we had on Good Hope, they were up 39 to 12 over Vinemont. West Point leading Hansville, 20 to 7. See if we can check some around the region. Dora leads Aniana 12-6. Athens leads Bob Jones 35-21. Muscle Shoals leading Florence 9-0 in the fourth. What an old-fashioned football battle there in Florence. Austin blank to Cater 28-0. These Bearcats go to the Cater in two weeks. Next week they'll be in Hartzell. Hartzell putting it on Jackson Olin tonight. 29-8. That an update of the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard. First and 10. For Coleman now from their own 15-yard line. Gaines back into quarterback. Going deep across the middle. Lockstead's out there. He makes the catch at the 49. <laughs> yeah. And throw in a P.I. as well. That's an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith drive for a first down for the Bearcats. That's a great catch by Augstad that time. And he even got interfered with. It looked like number 15, Connor Elmore for the Vikings saw that he was beat and he couldn't do anything about it so he just pushed big number 88 and Hockstad said I'll take that push I'll catch this ball and we'll have a first down on y'all side of the field here that's a great execution and another great ball thrown from Tanner Gaines that time the student section for the Bearcats following him down the field they're up against the fence here on the sideline as the team moves down the field the student section moves with them 35 nothing now Fairview over Priceville on the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard. Clock running. Bearcats are using as much time as they can. They lead by 2, 15, 13 with 430 left to play. Gaines to Turner. Turner left side. Hard running. Down to the 41 yard line before he's knocked down there by Connor Elmore. That's a great job. And it looks like Yep, that's what I was about to say. Turner was coming this way with the football, picked up four or five yards, and instead of running out of bounds, he went ahead and got tackled inbounds, yep. which keeps the clock moving. It's what you want to do. You're up two points with the ball on their side of the field. Great job by Turner that time. Bearcats using every bit of that play clock and milking the game clock now. We're under four minutes to go. Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard update, 39-18. to 18. Good Hope leading Vinemont now in Vinemont. Second down and five for Coleman from the Viking 42-yard line. Pistol formation. Here's Turner again. Up the middle, dives forward across the 40, and down to the 38-yard line, giving three. And another great run by Turner. Off the left side, behind big number 77. I'm sorry. Big number 76. Timeout Jasper. We've got 3.30 left to play. Bearcats leading by 2, 15-13. Back in a moment on the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman's Live 95. 
Coleman Electric Cooperative has been providing electricity and community support to help local people and businesses grow for the last 86 years. The co-op is adding to that legacy with its new Sprout Fiber Internet, giving its members access to blazing fast gigabit internet speeds with unmatched reliability and extraordinary customer service. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet, powerful connections, brighter future. Back on Friday Night Live, Season 10, here on Coleman's Live 95. Special thanks to Cyber Broadband. Cyber Broadband provides our high-speed Internet signal so that we can bring Friday Night Live to you in crystal clear digital quality and make you feel like you're here at the ball game with us. Special thanks to Cyber Broadband. They're our longest-running sponsor on Coleman Community Radio. We're kind of unique. We're a 501c3 radio station. We only exist because of our fine sponsors. We're a not-for-profit station. We welcome new sponsorships each and every day. You can always contact us at studio at live95coleman.com. Third down and two for the Cats now. Power formation. Sessions. He's got the first down to the 35-yard line. That's an Adamaker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet drive for a first down for Coleman. And that's going to keep the crock rolling. Three minutes, 22 seconds now and counting. We've got the ball on the 35 35-yard line, first and 10 for the Bearcats. Three minutes left to go. Fourth quarter, Bearcats lead it 15-13. to 13. Coming up at the conclusion of this game, we'll name the Happy Homes Real Estate Player of the Game. As hard as that is for a Hagamore Realty guy to say, I'm going to award an award for Wes Warren. <laughs> but I think, think the world of Wes and Wade and Perry and the whole gang will name the Happy Homes Player of the Game coming up here at the end of the game. Here's Turner again. Good move. Big carry down to the 31-yard line, goes down, keeps that clock running. He made a great move in the hole that time. Took it right off the left side of the center. And the first guy that flashed in front of him, he put his right foot in the ground and acted like he was going left, and he didn't. He went right, and that just threw the Viking defender off. He went right beside where he was and picked up three or four yards. That's a great move from Turner. Bearcats lead it 15-13. to 13. When Coleman scores more than 10 points, they're 176-69. and 69. They're two minutes and ten seconds away from taking the lead in this series. This series is tied. 36 wins apiece. Two ties in there. This is the 75th meeting. Here's Turner again. Nowhere to go. He's going to be stopped in the backfield this time by Luke Horsley. But he goes down inbounds. But quickly, the Bearcats take a quick timeout. We'll take one with them. 154 left to go. Cats lead it by two. 15-13. Back in a moment on the Coleman County Sports Network. H&S Appliance Outlet is an overstocked scratch and dent dealer offering quality name brand appliances at major discounted prices up to 75% off. H&S Appliance Outlet also offers factory authorized repair services as well as financing options. To better serve the needs of North Alabama, H&S Appliance Outlets are conveniently located in Coleman, Hartzell, and Aram. A proud veteran and family owned business who's happy to be of service and can be reached on Facebook at H&S Appliance Repair or by phone 256-735-4184 256-735-4184 H&S Appliance Outlet a proud supporter of Coleman Community Radio Live 95.5 I think it's great man I love and I took it down 
Gentlemen's Live 95. Beautiful. Back on Friday Night Live. Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. Minute 54 left to go in this one. Cats lead the Vikings by 2, 15, 13, 30, 10 for Coleman. From the Casper 36. Option left to Turner. And Turner squirts down to maybe the 31-yard line before he's knocked out of bounds. That'll stop the clock. And yeah. it'll bring up fourth down for the Cats. And want to explain, right before that last oh, timeout, yeah. the referee signaled timeout Coleman, and the next words about to come out of my mouth were, why in the world are we calling timeout? And when we went to the break, the referee waved it off and said, no, timeout, Jasper. So that answered my question because I was thinking, why would we stop the clock? But fourth down here, it looks like 10 and we're probably going to let the play clock come all the way down to zero. Or before it hits zero, one second, we're going to call a timeout. In 20 seconds, that should be a minute. Well, the play clock. game clock's game not clock's running. not even running. Because he went out of bounds, so there's no sense in running the play clock down now because no clock's running. So we're going to call a timeout. It's a final from Priceville on the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard. Fairview. Defeats Priceville, 35 to nothing, and a final from Vinemont as well. Good Hope has defeated Vinemont, 39 to 20. Timeout on the field here, minute 46 left to go in this one. Coleman leads it 15 to 13. The Cats are on the road next week to Hartzell. That will also be our game of the week next week here on the Coleman County Sports Network on 95.5 FM. Christopher Greer and his crew will be there at Hartzell to bring all the action to you there from the Bearcats and the Tigers next Friday night. The next time you hear Daniel and I here on Friday Night Live on the Big Stick on the FM will be from Decatur in two weeks on 9-15 when the Bearcats go to take on the Red Raiders at Decatur. Again, as we mentioned, Coleman Community Radio has four high school football games from around Coleman County each and every Friday night. We pick a game of the week. We put it on the big stick here at 95.5 FM, and we take the three other games and put them on our app channels and on our stream. If you do not have the Coleman's Live 95.5s app, you can get a link on our website at live95coleman.com. Or you can go to your favorite app store. There's four channels there. You'll love the music on them as well. There's an all-80s channel. There's an alternative channel. And there's a 50s and 60s channel there as well as the 95.5 FM signal too. Here we are. Fourth down and 10 for the Cats from the Jasper 35. Cats lead by 2, 15, 13. Gaines wants to throw. Looking near sideline. Fires complete to Oxstad. He caught it right at the 25-yard line. That is right where the stick is. Folks, he knew right where to go. Yep. And if he's on he's the 25-yard line, that is, the ball touches the line, that's a first down because the line of scrimmage was the 35-yard line. And the officials now yes. signal it is an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith drive for a first down for the Cats, and that will do this one. And that's, like you said, that's great recognition by Oxstad. He knew how far we had to get for the first down. He went 11 yards, turned around, came back, caught the ball, and hit his knees right at the 10-yard 10 10-yard 10 mark. And that's great recognition by the big man, number 88. Great pass, too, from Tanner Gaines, the senior quarterback, making that pitch to Oxstad. They're going to milk the clock. We're getting close to a minute. The Cats are going to get their first win in Jasper in 10 years. They hadn't won here since 2013. Daniel said it in the open. Hey, it's the 10th year of Friday Night Live. This is the Cats' night, and I think you're right. 
Here's Turner. He's just going to take it and go right down. No sense in trying to gain any yardage. Nope. We just need to run the clock out for the Bearcats, and that's what they're going to do. Game clock says 50. Play clock says 36. And Jasper takes a quick timeout. And if I'm... <laughs> Here we are again, Thomas. And how many timeouts does each team get per half? They get three. They get three. Okay, well, this is their last timeout then, because I've been keeping up with how many they've called, <laughs> yep. but I, once again, I didn't know exactly how many timeouts yep. they get. So this is their last timeout for sure. We hope that you're enjoying our Funkadelic Mix. Tune in on Fridays from 8 until 1 to hear more. We are Live 95 WRJMLP Coleman. Oh, no.
Y'all know what it is. Katy Perry. Juicy J. Uh-huh. Let's rage. And here you were. You were gonna come to me. And here you are. But you better choose carefully. Cause I, I'm capable of anything. Of anything. And everything. Make me a Aphrodite. 